is Simon, last survivor of Gonark Slayer, signing on. That was like a door opening or something. Did you know? Now that was. Do you know the fact about invented by Star Trek? My favourite one of them in the Alien films is in the Alien Three. There's a bit where um, your man Paul McGann goes through a door. And it like opens and closes. It's just rattling. And it's meant to be like thick yeah. fucking steel. Yeah. And it's just wobbling yeah. like fuck. That sounds like uh, we're talking, we're, we're jumping ahead. Because there is an outtake section of this episode. I don't know if you. That's something the flea, isn't it? Is that. There was a. It was a little Spanish flea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because that was that featured in one of the episodes a while back. Speaking of... He's featuring... in the Spanish Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of featuring an episode a while back. <laughs> this is another segue. Um, is it? <laughs> yeah, welcome back to the second part of uh, 45? Episode 45? Fucking hell, we're getting through them, Ross. Rim full of oh. Asher. <laughs> Sucking sickly sausage roll. Oh, that's a different song. <laughs> so... Hey, on the break, we've just had a little break there. I've got a coffee. Ross, what have you got? Um, ginger muck that you made for Ginger us. muck. Lindsay Lohan, what have you got? <laughs> <laughs> I love a little Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I've got a double concentrate uh, orange and mango squash mm-hmm. um, just to help me double concentrate on this episode. Ooh, this guy. Yeah, we're going to be talking a lot about alien movies. We're going to be talking about some aliens, aliens games. Yes. Aliens games. Of course, when we talk about aliens, we don't mean like aliens. Any aliens? The truth games. is out there. This is this is aliens, not aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just as long as this we're on the same page. Xenomorphs. Mm. Although that's not oh. what they're called. Mm. No. Oh. We'll get to that. I'm sure. <laughs> Ooh, Ross was going to jump in. Oh, no, I'm not. Know. I don't know. You're going to fact bomb us again. I was going to fact bomb. Yeah. Can you save that fact bomb? Mm-hmm. Retain the knowledge. Ross is going to share a playlist with us towards the end of the episode, aren't you? Yes. Uh, but before we get into all of that fucking lock, because it is going to be a bit of a lock. Yes. Can I get something out of my sack? Yeah. But can <laughs> I, while you're getting something out of the sack, can I just say what happened on the break? Okay. Mm-hmm. We had two more scores, please. Retrieve. Oh, you can right. retrieve from the I sack while. That. Yeah, mm. so a little bit, bit of ambience. We've got two more scores on the community challenge one from uh, Stuart and one from. <laughs> wow. Ross has just produced something there. Uh, one from Stuart, one from Lydia. Um, Stuart's was 374, which is an excellent effort. He would have been about fourth. Mm-hmm. And Lydia's was 124. Again, excellent. She would have been middle ground, but it was too late anyway. But thanks, guys, for taking part. Maybe next time, if you just pay closer attention to the deadline, okay? <laughs> a bit passive-aggressive <laughs> okay, there. Okay, guys, that, if you could do that, that would be oh, great. Oh, my God. Simon, what's Ross produced? Um, Like a... I guess they were called Polly Pockets, weren't they? What was the boys yeah. one called? Uh, um, Max something. Johnny Johnny Jacket. No, it was like <laughs> Mighty Max. Mighty Max was the boys one. Fucking Mighty Max, it's, isn't it? Uh, oh, that's mint. It pure wiggles the little dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a Mighty Max Polly Pocket uh, style in the shape of a an alien's face. Not uh, just any his, alien, no. It's the the alien of of aliens. Xenomorph. And you flip his flip his uh, cons down. Oh, that's not meant to. Oh, don't worry, that's that happened. <laughs> it clips. It's got a yeah. clip. I'm not a moron. All oh, right. Um, okay. Yeah, and it's got like a, Ooh. a little alien that 
queen that kind of comes in and out the wall. Mm-hmm. The jazz it, hands. Oh, it's yeah. the one from from the first one, isn't it? Yeah. In it. It's got a little John Hurt with a little spinner on the back. So or the place the victim. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my good time girl. Oh, and the, the, oh this is mint. Does the door like, slide? Uh, Do the, yes, it does. <laughs> slide it back? The door slides. Slide it back? <laughs> there's like eggs at the bottom. Yeah, there and is. You can eggs. push them to like sort of. You can manipulate them so that they're open. Oh, this is class. Manipulate my eggs, darling. Mm. That's really cool. No, that is cool. Ross, Thank where's you. that from? Originally? I got it on Christmas. I think it was harvested from a charity shop. What, Christmas when you were a child or? When I was a, a young teen, because I also got these as well. H.R. Geiger um, postcards of his artwork oh, and the book shit, of his son, um, thick. malarkeys. Ooh, oh, I like these Tashin, <gasps> oh. the Tashin icons books. Has this got his um, microphone for corn in? Oh, yeah. Uh, you've, that's what the uh, playlist is going to revolve around. Stuff <gasps> like little tease. Mm, Sexy little I've had to put corn on a playlist. I'd oh, never thought I would. I need somebody. <laughs> there, there it is. Mm-hmm. Somebody. Tell us about the story about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he made Corn the band. They commissioned him to uh, make uh, John Davies the singer a microphone, and he did like he made like ten of them or something, so that they could like have one in every because they were really heavy have one in like different parts of the world so that when he toured mm-hmm. there would just be one waiting for him okay right uh, yeah mint <clears throat> good microphone I remember I saw it for the first time in Glasgow in 2004 um, and I was like that is a really cool microphone um, and Jonathan Davies was so fat that between every song he had to go off stage and suck in oxygen so that he could whoa, sing the next whoa. song Jesus Christ Geiger, what a guy. Lovely bit of paraphernalia, Ross. There he, there's a little picture of him sitting there with Jonathan Davies. Ah, oh, the microphone stand's got boobies. It has, and the yeah, it's bum. like a sexy lady. Well, most things I'll have cocks. Ellie woman. It's what was that, Ross? Most things I'll have cocks or boobies or. Yeah, he's a Most things do have either cocks or boobies, but let's get back to HR. Geiger. Geiger? Geiger? I've always said Geiger. Geiger. Jaja, Jaja Binks. <laughs> so Star Wars never mention that guy again. Misa oh, never mentioned him again. So that's what's in your sack. What's in your sack, Ross? Oh, so I brought a games TM retro guide to aliens that will probably be reading oh. the game. So. Oh, lovely! Very, very nice. Helpful. Fantastic, Ross. Thank you very much for sharing. I did say there before you retrieved your special items from your deep, deep sack. Ross, that we had some correspondence and <laughs> good lord do we have some correspondence. Nice. Shall we get uh, deep into the new segment that I'm going to call the correspondence segment? <laughs> Ross, do you want to do a theme tune for the correspondence segment? I'll write one on the guitar. Okay, go, for, go on. <laughs> okay, I'll be back in a minute. Just go on, sing one. Go on, just let yourself go and sing. No, I, sing I'm not the singer. Go on, sing. just go correspondence. No, because my voice doesn't hit them notes. Correspondence, Correspondence. No. Segment. Like Just do something like that. <laughs> Segment. I'll tell you what, we'll leave that as a placeholder. That's correspondence section. So the first <laughs> the first uh, correspondence 
correspondence is from El Chapo. El Chapo says, What's up, bitches? El Chapo is back. Love the last podcast. Simon is amazing and should replace Tom, in my opinion. <laughs> no. Sorry to hear... A- <laughs> You're going to love this, Ross. Oh, Ross is an arsehole. Sorry to hear about the AIDS, though, Ross. Maybe Simon can take your spot when the time comes. Oh, <laughs> what? Never. said I've got like such a strong immune system that I can fight it off. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. That was what he said last episode. That's what he said. Officer. I want to know... This is El Chapo. I want to know why this recording is at an inconvenient time for Ross. What's his plans? What part of your life has Tom <laughs> ruined this time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, I like that line, yeah. So, should be at home watching Taskmaster. <laughs> I'm currently hooked on Conan Exiles. It came oh. out free for the PS4. Yeah. I'm talking wearing the same pot noodle stained old work t-shirt for two days in a row addicted. You guys ever played? I know Tom has had a sneak peek of my stream because he's always creeping. Can I just... Um, <laughs> when I said, oh yeah, there, I realised <laughs> that I was thinking about the, you know, Conan, the TV guy, his travel show on Netflix. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Conan uh, yeah, with yeah. red hair and that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And totally. then I remember when you said it was free with PS, I was like, oh, yeah, I downloaded that and played it for like 15 seconds and turned it off. It mm. looked hard to get your head around. Yeah, it couldn't be chewed. It was like on, it's an online boy, you it. Ah, totally. You can get raided in that. You get absolutely raided and just steal all of your shit. I might give it a whirl, like. Go for it. And, and you and L. You can go on friendly servers, can't you? I'm sure El Chapel, she'll show you the way. Uh, Ross, did you try out Apex yet? Apex Legends. I did, didn't I? I? Did you? I thought I'd said on the podcast. Oh, I don't know. I had one go and I was with these other two lads, these foreign lads, and they were amazing. Yeah. And it was, it was so shit because I felt terrible. I was absolutely rubbish at the game and they were carrying us all yeah, the way. Just... And we won. Mm. That's pretty much every single one of my experiences in that game. Except we didn't win, but they still carried us. Um, I would like to also use this time, this is El Chapo, to announce a new member into our family. PS4 2 came into our world last month, weighing a wonderful 2.1 kilograms. We have named him Bedroom PS4. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Abeland, Abeland, Abeland love him, but it means sleepless nights for both of us and slight neglect of our other children, which mm. is a common theme in that household. <laughs> Social services. Uh, that's it I'm out Simon you're cool as fuck I love you oh. love you too Ross try some cannabis oil Tom no one likes you thank I... you oh hold on <laughs> sorry let me get this and sit Tom, back and relax <laughs> no one likes you and I caught the life bath trying to sell you on eBay <laughs> okay next correspondence I've forgotten the theme tune already this is a message and bear with me stick with me guys this is a message from Robert Cleveland <laughs> okay and he says I've had to pause listening to write this letter directly to Yvonne who does the Gonox Lair mailbag <laughs> are you pushing no, 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 you're no. pushing I'm telling you how exactly are you just no, seeing how far you can go I'm telling you how exactly does Ross know so many submariners <laughs> <laughs> and is it true he was born at sea in the storms in 1862 I'm onto you, blood. I know, for instance, how you were banging Grace Darling. It goes right to the top. What have you got to say for yourself? Yours in haste, Robert Cleveland. Mm. What an interesting correspondence. Correspondence. <laughs> what do you think about that? Um, I'm not going to deny or... 
No. Confirm. You, would you like confirm to or deny it? Of it? Would you like to speak to a lawyer? Yeah. Oh, I hate man. Oh, watch your back, Rob. Next up, we've got a message from Rhett. <laughs> Hello, Rot and Tom. Read it fast, and it should read as Rotten Tom. Haha. Rotten Tom. So that's another person having a gun at me. And also. Uh, sorry, existence of Simon. Didn't. Yeah, sorry, Simon. Second email in a row, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, I got a weird communication stating that there may be an alien special on the way. Unfortunately, I misunderstood and had a whole essay typed up about, well, you know, aliens. But then I found out it was the franchise, the film franchise, which I love also, but don't have quite as much to say about it as the real aliens. Yes, I said real. This guy believes. So, look to the skies, yeah. yeah. I did Twilight Zone instead of X Files there, didn't I? Oh, yeah. I mean, there are aliens in certain Twilight Zones episodes. Fuck it. No one's going to know. Rhett. Oh, yeah. So instead of going over the whole lot, I will just talk a little about my favourite one, the sequel, Aliens. He knows the drill. <laughs> Assholes! This film had everything. Tough women, Kyle Reese and the cop from Terminator. Who's the cop from Terminator? Lance Henriksen. He was in, he oh, was he was, in Terminator, yeah. Because yeah. when the, they say he smashed the window... He says he must have been on PCP or something like that, doesn't he? Oh, in fact, yeah. he just I thought he meant TCP. And oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he must have. He must have been, you know, healing those wounds. <laughs> he must have had a tiny little paper cut, and a nurse at the school put it on him, or something like and that. Some blue cloth, and you could smell it for days. <laughs> Wise guy, huh? Hey, Lafroy. <laughs> uh, the guy from My Two Dads, of course. Oh yes, that Bill. <laughs> nasty aliens who bled acid I mean wow plot twists about nasty corporate dicks I mean was it a plot twist if you'd seen the original it seems to be a recurring theme in all y- of you the know films. that Whale and Utani are a little bit of a shaky bunch uh, they're all very True similar expendable they're all very similar <laughs> films but we'll get to that uh, great movie will we I feel like we never will <laughs> I know great Spoilers. movie that I watch again and again I also had the Aliens game for the C64 the heart monitors and the hood thing great to be honest I used to play and see how quickly I could get them all to die as I was shite at it haha anyways looking forward to this episode as I am all your episodes your pal Retro Mikey P.S. I hope there is a little room in this episode to tell everyone how awesome the NERD Nerd Retro Fair was and that there is an October version coming uh, well in October well in October mm-hmm. uh, Nerd Fright Fest Ooh, Ooh. Now spooky. I went to the, the Nerd Retro Fair and it was fantastic Oh, nice! I felt emotional and proud of how, how well uh, how well he done he done really well <laughs> that is so... he did so, so well you know he actually uh, he put me into a golden eye competition golden eye and uh, I was fucking shit Were like we, I couldn't I couldn't find a gun the map that they chose for some reason was like in a cave and it was fucking pitch black what so they didn't pick the only map well they did for all the other games but for the one that I played they picked this fucking cave and then I couldn't find a gun and I was running around just karate chopping people Everyone else was like half my age playing the game and uh, they just fucking, I was soundly beaten. Well, but surely by. you should have been better than them because they wouldn't have experienced it as a child if they, if they were half. Uh, you know I mean? Well, you think. 
I but mean, then again, thanks I guess, for making like, us feel even worse. Kids nowadays just cramming playing like N64 games and that. <laughs> kids nowadays. That huh? was also a flaw in Tom's excuse, I felt. Mm-hmm. Where he was just blamed on many things. Yeah. <laughs> were just, you drinking? Were you not well? I'm just rubbish. Oh, no. I, well, wa- I wanted it. It's not fun when you admit it. I wanted to have a beer, but they didn't have any on. Either that or thelifebath.net just didn't want us to have one. I don't know. I'm not sure. She went down to get one and she didn't come back with one. Oh. Ever. Actually, I haven't seen her since. Oh. Bless her. If you're out there somewhere, um, they did have a good big stall, a good big stall with loads of weapons, weaponry and loads of T-shirts. And um, Have you seen Ryan Reynolds has released the whole of the Detective Pikachu film on YouTube? <laughs> As a troll. As a troll. It's yeah. very good. It's very clever. Check that out, listener. But yes, the, the whole retro fair was fantastic. Really, really impressive. And I'll definitely be going to the October one. Yes. Uh, I'm going to formally invite the two of you to come with me. Mm-hmm. Well, think you've got plenty of time to think of an excuse. <laughs> no, no, it's more, I think, whether my son would be like dexterous enough at 10 months to do anything there. You know what I mean? I could bring him along. He could just gawk at everything and take yeah. it in and be like, fucking hell. Mm-hmm. This is what it was like when I was a boy. Um, yeah. <laughs> is that him? That's, yeah, it was him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've still not been, and I feel bad. Ross? Yeah, I'll go if, if well, I can. It's a, it's not a relish. You understand. Mm-hmm. Is, Is it at the boiler shop? Understood. It was at the boiler shop steamer, that one. Oh, was the it? The retro fair, yeah. But you just have them sometimes at the storm cellar. Mm-hmm. But this was like a proper fucking big one. Proper fucking big one. Yeah, let's go. It's fantastic. Go. I don't know. Actually, you didn't say where it'll be, but I'm sure details will be on the way. Mm-hmm. Watch this space and that space. Next correspondence and final correspondence. This is an email from the Gaming Times. Okay. So it says, Riveting podcast, absolutely smashing, fellas. The Gaming Times analysts have been listening in for months now and would like to congratulate you on the brilliant content and editing. We would like to offer you paid sponsorship on the terms Ross starts playing relevant games when they come out. Not three months later when he has completed Dead Cells. We are looking for some content covering recently released games or recently made free-to-play. So tell that motherfucker to play Apex and Conan Exiles in review. Peace out. Anal Injection. Anal Injection, MD of Gaming Times NY. New York, I believe that stands for. Anal Injection. Injection? Am I saying that right? Mm. Anal Injection. So yeah, that was a, an email that we got from the Gaming Times from Anna. Class, we made it. I'll do that. Yeah, you'll mm-hmm. do that, will you? I'll, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to concentrate on that. Seriously. Perfect. Yeah. I'm sure Anna will be very happy to hear that. Of the New York injections. <laughs> and you had to uh, not be able to do that properly. So shall we move on? Yeah, what yes. too? What can it possibly be? Can it possibly be actually talking about aliens? No, it's probably going to be talking about, I don't know, what sort of bath salts you use when you're in the bath or something. Sensible sorts. I'll tell you, Ross, after this little musical interlude. Now, on to the meat of the episode, or jackfruit. Don't want to exclude our non-meat-eating fans. Thanks for selecting jackfruit rather than seitan, which is the new... Uh meat replacement that all the vegans are eating satan satan it's called it's literally pure gluten so it would kill me oh okay bl's a pud <laughs> <laughs> fuck um <laughs> like that. 
So alien chat, guys. Yeah. Mm. Shall we start with the games? Shall we start with the games? Shall we start? Enjoying control. Yeah, we shall. <laughs> I'm not in control. I'm just merely steering this out of control ship. Nostromo. Um, what you got there, Ross? Uh, just the retro guide to Alien that was in Games DM, and reading through the while you were talking because I zone out normally, but mm-hmm. I was reading this time, and it says uh, in the bath. Yeah, <laughs> I actually do a lot of reading in the bath. This is the 30 year anniversary, so it's 10 years old. Oh, wow. wow. Oh, that's nice. That's weird, isn't it? That's appropriate. That's weird. Well done. No, it's and weird. you ripped it out th- like 10 years ago because it's ripped out of the magazine. Yeah, I had a rip for space. I had too many of these magazines. For then... space? So you kept the bits that you wanted. Yeah. That's good, that. And I'm going to gift this to Tom for the. Oh, for the big game. Oh, we need to relocate that somewhere. Glass case, I would imagine. Yeah. So uh, the producer has put together a list of games. Um, no particular order because he never does. <laughs> really, it used to be uh, oldest ones first, but never mind. Yeah, it's not this time. Doesn't matter. It's just whatever came up first on fucking Google, Google. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he typed in Google. Alien franchise games. Well, I could read these out if you want. We'll do a. We'll do it together. Back and forth. Uh, yeah. Like oh, tennis. Does this mean there's going to be Ross's spotlights? <gasps> no. Is there? Oh no, because you haven't. I Hang was on. gonna play through Aliens Three on the SNES, but then I thought, let's just get pissed on port instead. But that's a different story. Pissed on port. First up on this list, not first up in mm-hmm. life, Alien vs Predator and Alien vs Predator Two on the PC. Yes, the one uh, had to be massive games, weren't there? I remember playing the first one, and you could be a marine predator or an alien. Mm-hmm. Why you'd be a marine, I don't know why you'd bother, because you get smashed to bits. But the alien, uh, I remember, you could qu- uh, crawl on the walls and stuff. Yeah. And it had that sort of fishbowl effect, which yeah. you saw for the first time in Alien 3. That's mm-hmm. what I, one of the few things I would like to praise in Alien 3. Yeah. I'm giving away the fact the that. The POVs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No spoilers, guys, yeah? Okay. Okay. Um, the Predator, you could cycle through the different uh, visions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of the noise it did, didn't it? Oh, that's a door opening. Star Trek. <laughs> but you had like heat uh what were the other ones? Infrared. Infrared, Is yeah. That the same? So see through walls. Yeah. And yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> you could go invisible. But I remember playing the f- the first one and thinking it was pretty fucking. Was that sweet, like nineteen ninety eight? Yeah. Ninety seven. Uh, yeah. Because well, I, I remember it like my those three memories that are around the same time. Uh and it was my first experience of that game. The Sims and The Matrix <laughs> wow. were all around the same time. So between like 99 ish. Yeah. All fond memories. There's the one that came out later. All in the same house. For the 360, which I played through, which was Aliens vs. Predator. And there was the one that was earlier, which was for the fucking Jaguar. Yeah. Now I had a Jaguar. The fuck's the Jaguar? It was the Atari Jaguar. It was, um, I had Doom for it. And I remember ringing. So- I seen it in like a um, like a second hand shop or something. you know like a newspaper where it was like ring up this number to buy like yeah a classified ad so I, yeah that's what and uh, I took his address and I was on the bus going there and I was half the way there and I realised it was South Shields not North Shields and oh, I thought fuck, fuck that off. and I didn't bother going oh my god so I never God. played Alien vs Predator on the Jaguar wow you could have nah you couldn't have could you you could have used the pedestrian tunnel. You could have, uh, could have used the metal all the way around. Mm-hmm. Lots, of very, very. Lots of options. Lots of options. 
there was Alien vs. Predator Requiem on the PSP. That had yeah. surprisingly nice effects. I saw a little video of it. It had like invisibility and different visions, of course. It was yeah, a movie tie-in, I'm guessing. Yeah. Aye, because that was what that one was called, wasn't it? Requiem. Requiem. But it was a bit shit, though, overall, the game. It I'll be honest. That's like the film. A bit shit. Did you say it was a bit shit? It says uh, the combat was basic and far too easy. Yeah. Dark Seed. That was fucking mental. Did you watch any of that? The video? Yeah, that yeah. you sent. That was... Um, did you, you you sent that? And did you watch it yourself? It was an Amiga... Um, it was like 20 minutes long, like. Was it the... The, the walkthrough, walkthrough yeah. I watched it. Guy designed the sets ah. and well he came up with the idea for it. Because it's not an alien game. No, it's no, not strictly it's like alien. It's, it's like in a alien house. adjacent. <laughs> it runs alongside no it doesn't. It but he, it's in like a, a big house and it's like not haunted, but there's like a fucking mirror that you can go through into another dimension almost. Mm-hmm. But it's all like you say, designed the artwork by uh Geiger. Geiger counter. Geiger. I think it was a sequel made. Oh, really? Uh, I think so. It ended quite abruptly, the game. like, I mean, there was some bits it was nice to look at, but it just looked a bit... Like he was saying, it's one of those ones where unless you know exactly where to be and exactly when, like, you you can't... Like, there was a fucking uh, hairpin you had to pick up that if you didn't know it was there, you wouldn't have a fucking clue because it just, it just blended in with the background. Just tiny that, like, little dot. pixel hunting, don't they? Where uh, you just yeah, click, like, on click on the... every frame. Oh, fuck that. Um, there was two on the meme, Ross. Yes, which we'll be playing. <gasps> Ooh, well, you will have heard all about them already, listener. Mm-hmm. Yes. I hope you enjoyed that. Of course, the classic Alien on ZX. And there was a sort of remake version of it, LV426, which was like Aliens, the 1987 one, the C64. There was like a remake version that you sent me a link to, Ross. You sent us a link to. Yeah. Which looked pretty cool. Well, that's nice. Aliens, the computer game, right? Which mm-hmm. came out in 1987 is the one Rhett was talking about and the one you've just yeah. ex- like talked about where it had a remake. But there was a one in 1986, which confusingly enough is called Aliens, the computer game, right? <laughs> which was the US version. And it's a totally different game. Like there's a little picture there. Can you see it? Where like it's a pixelated oh, wow. get away from her, you bitch type of bit. That looks class, that. The very end of the game, you fight the alien queen in the uh, top loader thing really it doesn't look very good like oh. dancing in the moonlight <laughs> dancing in... Oh. oh aliens colonial marines oh, the big disappointment showed such promise <laughs> the big fucking disappointment it was an absolute shit show i had that i've told this story before but i had it delivered from play.com and i didn't Remember even open it uh, <laughs> Rata, Rata Ken or whatever it's called now what a shit name for something. Oh, it's Ratuken. Ratuken. Yeah. But the, um, I, I had it delivered. It was in the cellophane and I was looking at the reviews and I had the game in my other hand and I was like, nah, fuck it. And just sent it back without um, opening it up. And I have no regrets. They don't work? No. It was the Alien Trilogy on the PlayStation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which was essentially a Doom reskin, wasn't it? That's kind of what it looked a lot like. It's if like memories, a Doom Wolfenstein. If memory serves us right, wasn't there a Doom mod, or a very famous one of Aliens, where they, they introduced like sound effects, like uh, an idea that when you would go a certain point in the map, a voice would kick in or music would kick in, which was new to the Doom kind of... Oh. Like, because so I, I don't think... Location it, trigger kind of... Yeah, 
Does Alien Trilogy, could you not look up and down on that on it? So was it No, you couldn't. All oh, no. right, so it was no. like... Yeah. It was... Uh, aye. But then Aliens, uh, Alien Resurrection, yes, which came out in 2000 on the PlayStation 1, you could look around... That was everywhere. a twin stick shooter, you know, for the PlayStation mm. 1. And it was really hard to control because you, I wasn't used to that. Yeah. But I did like it. Mm. It was hard, though. Mm. There was Alien, Aliens Online. Oh, there was. Yeah, they yeah. turned that off, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was an asymmetric online shooter. Uh, the Marines and Aliens, and it had different classes for each. So you could be... I can't remember exactly. It might have been a medic um, or just assault or something. But then there was, you could be an alien, you could be a face hugger, you could be. That wouldn't be much fun. Like. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty you could cool. Be your face hugger. Yeah. Go on, fuck that lad. It was a bit rough around the edges, but it had some nice mechanics like the scanner and the sound effects, like the pulse rifle, was pretty cool and it was quite atmospheric just mm-hmm. from the video that I watched anyway. The producer I watched. Um, aliens vs. Predator Extinction. On the 360, which was the top-down uh, strategy game. Oh, yes, I played that. It wasn't the 360, I think. It was the original Xbox. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I've put 360, but I could be wrong. It was shit. Yeah. that's what. <laughs> it was like the worst, easily the worst Alien game we, I played. We've definitely mentioned it previously because I put a picture on Twitter of one of the screenshots ages and ages ago. Uh, but I don't know what was said about it back then. Probably that it, it was shit. Shite. Yeah, Very probably. Now, Aliens, a comic book adventure, part one. Emma Stoss. I sent you a link to this one. Mm-hmm. Fucking mad. Ross, your quote was that it was one of the ugliest games you've ever seen. Yes. So it was a weird point and click, and it had animated transitions between areas. So like, you went up some stairs, and it had this little yeah. uh, animation and stuff. But it was weird. A very, very strange game. Well, just looking at, at this in here, it says it's a sequel to the Aliens Labyrinth series by Dark Horse Comics. Uh-huh. And everyone bigs up that Aliens Labyrinth. They right. reckon it's like one of the best comic books about aliens written. It's uh-huh. meant to be like, it It shows what happens to people in the hive. Right. And it's meant to be like Dante's Inferno uh, yeah. slightly. Ooh, I was, might check that out. Yeah. There's an anthology of them all. Um, I think there's three of them. And I think that Labyrinth's in the third one. So I'll double check before buying <laughs> that's, that's the time like. check the terms and conditions before buying there was Aliens Thanatos Encounter on the Game Boy Colour Avengers Endgame <laughs> that was a top down shooter it was pretty caca I've put here poopy caca poopy caca the character select screen photos looked like the developer picks like they just got the developers to send a picture in of themselves because they were all like proper like yay just looked fucking weird there was Alien Infestation on the DS. Uh, I thought that one looked pretty class. I uh, always wanted that, but I could never get it to work on me R4. Yeah. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked really cool. A bit, bit like a Metroidvania sort of thing. Yes, this um, is good. Like. It had really nice animations, and you had like four characters you could choose from, uh, and you moved around the world. I, I, I like to look at like, You should get a copy of it, Ross, and play it on the Life Baths DS. Oh, yeah. I bet it's expensive. Like, apparently when, like, uh, marines die they stay permanently buried I don't know what that means because oh. there's 19 of them oh, so a bit like know. cannon fodder or something maybe mm. permadeath love oh. me a bit of permadeath what about Alien 3 The Gun which was an arcade on the real shooter and the first boss is a giant face hugger <gasps> I played that yeah and then there was Aliens Extermination which was another on the rails uh, shooter with, I sent you a picture of it a massive fucking cabinet yeah 
There's a fucking massive fucking. That was my pulse rifle. Do a pulse rifle, Simon. Ooh. Ross, run over go. No, because oh. that sound like bad juju from Destiny. Ah, is that a gun? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's my favorite. Alien Blackout. This might be the game that you mentioned ages ago. It's a mobile game where you have to save your crew from a xenomorph mm-hmm. while aboard a crippled Wayland Yudani ship. You play as Amanda Ripley and she's like sort of directing uh, the people around. It's weird. It's like. Is she the strategy. same character from Aye, isolation? isolation? Yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that was might be the um, handheld one you talked about, you mentioned right at the start of the podcast. That... Do you remember us? No, I don't know. Was that not off mic? Retro mic. What? <laughs> oh, the shit mobile one that I was seeing. Yeah. yeah. There um, it is. Ladies woof. and gents. What was it called again? Blackout. No, it's Aliens Unleashed. Oh. You play as a marine fighting against the aliens. It's an FPS, but oh, the combat's actually yeah. turn based. Oh, and that's like two thousand and three. So imagine your mobile phones around then. What would the Nokia's and stuff like that? Nah, I was Nokia. playing fucking Monkey Key on me. <laughs> <laughs> fucking eighty two ten or something was it? Eighty two ten. Fucking N gauge. And oh, they were cool. Were they the ones that looked like like a, a controller? Yeah. yeah, they weren't cool. N-Doc you could get gauge. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 on it though the so fucking better than everybody else's phone <laughs> oh, you just had a cold in a really weird way yeah, yeah I'm Tony on my phone couldn't get fucking 4G back then though could you <laughs> 5G <laughs> can't we have 5G <laughs> Ross is there any more games uh, just Aliens Free on the uh, SNES <gasps> Mega Drive of course and the Mega Drive version and the Mega is a bit different to the SNES one where you do like um, on the SNES one you go into like terminals and they tell you to do like different things Back in the day, that was the one I finished, and I liked it. You had a yeah, good swap between the weapons, didn't? Couldn't you? Didn't you have a, a you pulse did. rifle? Did she? Hadn't she attached the flamethrower like she does in the film or something? Or yeah, it's not. It, I mean, it's Alien Three, but it's not, is it? No, I mean, they use her image, which is uh, with her shaven head ah. and stuff. Also, I guess there's Alien for the um, Armstrad and Commodore, which is like 1984, which was a kind of like I don't know, kind of like a well, how does it describe it in here? You like control members of the crew around the rooms and stuff. You tell them what to do. Right. And that's pretty much it. Oh, and there was a Pac-Man clone on the Atari 2600. A Pac-Man, Pac-Man clone. Yeah, where you picked up a flamethrower instead of air. <coughs> oh, like right, power yeah. pills and oh, all that. Oh, nice. Oh, and there was Alien vs. Predator on the SNES, which was different to the main version, as in it was shit. <laughs> and I'm toying with wanting to play that for the Ooh, yeah. love a good shit gun arcs player. Uh gotta gotta have a shit game. I've gotta have a gotta have a shit game, baby. That's it for the game segment. Uh if you're not interested in the movie, switch off now.
Oh, you're still there. Fantastic. So there was an audio book of Alien 3, uh, Alien 3 script that was uh, never made. There is an yes. audio book. It's not out yet, though, is it? No, no it's May end of May, I believe. Is that with the out. wooden planet? Well, they haven't confirmed no. which unused script it is, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So whether it was like the shooting script that was deviated from or whether it is the original concept, which was the floating wooden prison. I like that idea. I'd, yeah, I'd... fucking right. But I'm, I'm secretly hoping it's that, but they haven't kind of announced it. Well, what I found it says, the story begins with the Sulaco on its return journey from LV-426. On board the military ship are the cryogenically frozen skeleton crew of that film's survivors, Ripley, Hicks, Newt and Bishop. Yes. We travel aboard and hear an alarm blare. Our heroes are no longer alone. <laughs> exactly, that's all it says. Operation Aliens. The cartoon that was cancelled. Well, actually, before you go on to that, I'm yeah. listening to an audiobook at oh. the minute that I, I got on Audible. <laughs> and um, I've got to say, it's it's shit. Because oh. <laughs> I usually... I like to listen to audiobooks where they just read the book out, right? Yeah, yeah. This is like a play. So uh, like yeah, an audio drama. So what has to happen is they have to explain, oh no, I've just been hit by acid and it's really hurting my leg. Ah mm. or like whenever they go into rooms. <laughs> Fucking Mustafa from Austin Powers. <laughs> I've broken my leg. It really, really hurts. I will try standing on the other leg. There's a lot of that, yeah. What the story is, it's weird, is the wake up Ripley, um, and it's set. F- so, what, how far is Alien set after Alien? Is it 52 a- years? A- is it not 80? I thought as uh, 66 in Aliens. Oh, so it's f- yeah, 50 odd years. 50, uh, 50 plus years, yeah. yeah. So, this is 30 years. They bring Alien uh, Ripley back, and it's a planet that sounds a hell of a lot like the planet she landed on, but it ain't. Mm, LV416. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the, the, we're in the mines, the aliens, which is very like awe oh. that mm-hmm. you, which is one of the shorts. Uh-huh. It's just, I find it hard because the the character's doing a um, Sigourney Weaver impression, which isn't great. And I hate all the, like, the way they have to describe what's going on. It's, it's, it's very shit. But they also find a different alien species. Like, um, so what are we calling them in um, the prequels? What are they called again? The the engineers. Oh. Yeah, there's there's a ship in in this, and they're supposedly a bit like dogs. They look a bit like yeah. they've got an extra couple of legs, and uh, because of that, there's aliens burst from them. So that's its big selling point, I guess. It's new a new breed mm-hmm. of dog aliens, which have been in Alien Three. Yeah. But I haven't so. really. Um, got to them yet and to be honest with you i had an hour left and i should have listened to it today but i just couldn't be arsed with it yeah sounds like a a shit download asp asap you know i haven't even wrote down what it's called because i can't be (laughs) on and i steer clear of it apologies if anyone enjoys it uh operation aliens the cartoon that was cancelled yes um did they release anything of it or did they not even bother there's an ad for um, the toys because the toy yeah. line is connected to the um, cartoon that never happened. But if Wikipedia is to be believed, there was another cartoon that was going to be... 
Was it Robocop? It was something else where it was like, why are they making a fucking cartoon for kids yeah. about this? Not for kids. Like, how would they even approach the birthing of an alien? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a bit like the whole, like Beetlejuice had a kids TV it did, show. did, yeah. I... And it was like, how the fuck? Like, that is about, like, tackling death. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Beetlejuice just goes on wacky adventures. I remember that, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't until just now. Don't say it again, though, because you'll... Uh, nice connection, though. Winona. Nice connection. The Kenner Aliens toys, those are the ones that were connected to that, that cartoon. 1992 action figures based on the Aliens movie. Uh, some of the Alien variants were amazing. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the gorilla, scorpion, bull, rhino, panther, snake, killer crab, mantis, flying alien queen. Guess like a bit like a flying bee. Yeah. She's got to get around somehow. Bitch got to fly. <laughs> if, so hold on, right? Well, I think I'll fly you in a The way an alien is made is it comes out of like a human and because of that, it has the the characteristics of a yes. human. Same with like the, the dog, dog alien. The cow. Yeah. Ox. The ox, sorry, yes. Was it an ox? Yeah, it's an ox. It's an, al- it's an alien um, ah. animal in the original script, apparently. Ah, okay. Which I would have liked that. I would have liked some weird thing. Yeah. I like a bit of aliens. Two heads like and different that. aliens to the ones we're talking about. Mm. But anyway, how would a, a flying alien come about? What would a face hug attached to, to create that? Fucking, An albatross or something. Fucking bat. <laughs> a fucking a bat. bat. A massive owl. Yeah. <laughs> a mowl. Massive owl. John Hoot. <laughs> Howl. A huge owl. So what other variants would you like to see? Oh, an underwater one, one that could swim. I know that they, well, they do in could resurrection, um, but like a shark mixed with a shark. Oh fuck, that'd be good. Fucking, well, that would be a badass. Like. Fucking hell! I wouldn't like um, the poor ass face I got trying to attach to a shark. Yeah. <laughs> I just stand still a minute, mate. I'd what? love to see one with like an urban fox, but where it keeps the <laughs> urban fox's trade. So there's just like a xenomorph going through your bins. <laughs> what like the fucking crack fox from yeah. there? <laughs> Okay, yeah. Well, there's like a, a hole punched in the side of your wheelie bin because yeah. <laughs> Xenomorph Fox has been have on you, it. Um, have you seen the video of the fox stealing that lad's wallet? No. It's fucking brilliant. I'll uh, I'll send it to the fellowship oh. and you can possibly retweet it. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Because what I'll do is I'll send it now. They won't hear the episode for two weeks, but I'll not explain why I'm sharing this video. <laughs> I'd so like to go. see them uh, go like full fucking Gremlins 2 and have like a uh, fucking Electro one that's Fucking mated with like a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, detective. Fucking oh, he likes morph. that idea. That's fucking brilliant. I end up one of electric that like, can shoot electric out its fucking tits and that. And... <laughs> <laughs> Mister Mime. <laughs> there you go. Actually, I was. Uh, oh, what's that Pokemon that I was alerted to? The the slightly racist one that <laughs> they changed. Allergic. That Pokemon I was allergic to. Uh, oh, what was that? Slightly racist. There's a racist Pokemon that they had to change the name of. Min- oh, oh it was it? uh it's the one with like blackface. Yeah. Essentially. It looked it's not, it's not Gengar, but it's begins with an M, I think, maybe. But it's just like a minstrel, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a really racist. But they had to change the colour of it. Yeah. Huh? They made it like purple instead, purple and red. Mm. But yeah, it was literally like the like old minstrel show blackface Fuck with me. like gloves on and everything like fucking oh hell. it was bad and um, didn't I, I believe the Pokemon worked for Santa Claus oh perhaps 
So it goes what? back to something you alluded to or say mm. all that time. Try the Oh, fucking hell. Yule lads. The Yule lads, the yeah. Yule lads. But the different characters, the different types of aliens there made us really want like a Left for Dead style game set in the Aliens universe featuring aliens like that as like special infected bodies. I think that would be sweet. The oh, game the yeah. Colonial Marines could have been. So there's like a dog one that can use certain paths because it's small enough. There's just your big fucking burster who comes through the door. Uh, <gasps> aye. Spits I'd be a, acid at you. I'd be a fucking face hugger on that, me. Like, just try and stop us. Mm, like a witcher neat. one that sits and just fucking pretends to be newt. Oh. One that can transform a little bit and then you go over and go, <laughs> like, come newt, at night, is that you? And she goes, <laughs> you come out at night, mostly. <laughs> And then she just fucking bites you cock off as the melee and fucking kill you. That's me, young man. <laughs> I feel like I should have saved this till later, but I really want to ask this question. So you just said spit acid, right? Mm-hmm. In Aliens Free, that Aye. alien does spit the acid at that yeah. guy, doesn't yeah. it? It's, but yet, why in Alien Resurrection do, do they, they have, have to, to kill, kill one? the alien? Yeah. Plot yeah. Problem, but they don't, they can't spit acid in... They can't spit acid in like the alien law, though, can they? No, I don't think so. But so it definitely... Unless it's definitely he, a, a launching of acid. Uh, yeah. Unless he uh, did the fucking whole Hannibal Lecter style thing. Not Hannibal Lecter, but the fucking Spider Man. Oh, he's maybe he's just Spider Man. He's bitten his own lip. <laughs> <laughs> and then bitten his lip and his face is melting. Mm. Yeah. Well, no, it wouldn't melt because he, he can cope with the acid. You know? Well, and apparently, this melt. shitty audio book I'm listening to, they have acid guns and that for some reason and it does hurt the aliens. Oh, fuck off. And it is canon. I don't know if it is. I mean, steam hurts aliens. They use it in nearly every film, don't they? Yeah, and oh. they only do that though, so you can get that fucking atmospheric whipping of the tail. And yeah, the trumpet. In, in, <laughs> <laughs> in Alien One, he's meant to be dying. The alien at the end from the steam. That's what they were the original when really? they were shooting it. Right. He's meant to be dying. Oh. And then they changed it because they wanted to have another standoff, I guess. All oh, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So is that why he was curled up? This is a spoiler perhaps. for the next part. Oh, yeah, perhaps. No, is that so he was killed up in, in that bit, and mm-hmm. he was so he was meant to die in that bit with, in the, the, steam. with the steam. Yeah, but then, then they changed came it. Out. Yeah. I'm glad they changed it. Yeah, yeah, works much better. Fucking great. Let's get to that though, because uh, I, I like that film. Um, <laughs> Left 4 Dead style game. Can someone please make that, please? Aliens, because that would be fucking sweet. I'll get on it. Four v four survivor mode though. Like that would be sweet. Mm-hmm. Don't bring any predators into it, man. Just the you fucking aliens. Just aliens and marines. Could I just play like a Wayland Utani exec with like a briefcase who oh, shits himself? Definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, I want that game, please. Shall we just, before we go on to the fucking movies proper, we'll quickly talk about the fan-made shorts that were released to mm-hmm. celebrate the 40th anniversary. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Is there that many, is there? There's Containment. I'll just read out the synopsis of these very quickly, if that's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, by the way. So four survivors find themselves stranded aboard a small escape pod in deep space, trying to piece together the details around the outbreak that led to their ship's destruction. They find themselves unsure to trust whether or not one of them might be infected. So the thing, <laughs> basically, is it going to be what film are they ripping off each time? <laughs> Specimen. It turns out he was a ghost all along. <laughs> it's the night shift in a colony greenhouse. In... I'm on the night shift. Oh, this is a futuristic name. Julie, a botanist, does her best to contain suspicious soil samples that have Silent tri- running. Carry on. Or um, annihilation. 
have triggered her sensitive lab dog. Despite her best efforts, the lab unexpectedly goes into full shutdown and she's trapped inside. Little does she know, an alien specimen has escaped the mysterious cargo. In a game of cat and mouse, Tom and Jerry, human and alien, surely, uh, ensues as the creature searches for a host. So that's a bit like the game, isn't it, really? That's what's happening in isolation, isn't it? Oh, I thought you meant starring Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas! Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah? Uh? Yeah, that's, that's a cat and mouse game, isn't it? Night Shift. When a missing space trucker is discovered... There was a film called Space Truckers, wasn't there? Across the universe. Was the last one not called Night Shift? Nope, Specimen. You called it Night Shift? Because I made the I'm on the Night Shift joke. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure no one cares. Mm-hmm. No. Specimen. Um, so the next film is called Specimen. <laughs> Night Shift. When a missing space trucker is discovered hungover and disoriented. Now, isn't it disorientated? No, disoriented. Okay. His co-worker suggests a nightcap as a remedy. Near closing time, they are reluctantly allowed inside the colony supply depot, where the trucker's condition worsens, leaving a young supply worker alone to take matters into their own hands. Mm. Bit shit, that one, like. Mm. Or, as in or... Not no or, not either or, like or. Either or, good album. Uh, as a hard, Elliot Smith. Yes. As a hard-working miner of a planet mining colony, Lorraine, another <laughs> good futuristic name, Lorraine, longs to make a better life for her daughter and grandchildren. When her shift uncovers the death of a fellow miner under mysterious circumstances, Lorraine is forced to choose between escape or defying management orders. In facing her fears to fight the safety of her family. A classic Will and Utani. Oh, it uh, is. Bit of pressure from the men upstairs. Mm. I should have said fight for the safety of her family there, sorry. Next one. Specimen. No, it's not. It's Alone. <laughs> Hope. Off. This is a futuristic name. Hope. An abandoned crew member aboard a derelict chemical hauler, Otranto has spent a year trying to keep her ship and herself alive as both slowly fall apart. After discovering a hidden cargo, she risks it all to power up the broken ship in search of human life. Human life. Interesting use of the word human there. And finally, specimen. Jesus. <laughs> Harvest. The surviving crew. <laughs> I do, like, me and uh, thelifebath.com she knows that I'll keep saying it until she laughs, so she'll laugh prematurely. So I'll keep making the same stupid jokes. So, <laughs> so we'll so move on to the first film, Specimen. She, oh. <laughs> she gets it over with a lot quicker. So we'll, we'll, we'll learn from that yeah. in future listeners. We'll, we'll not put you through that and we'll just pretend to laugh. <laughs> so if I did a podcast by myself entirely, it would You'd just never say the end. same word. It would never end. You'd just be going, egg, 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 egg. The surviving crew of a damaged deep space harvester have minutes to reach the emergency evacuation. Shut up. The deep, the deep space Toby Carvery. Got a fucking, got a coupon for that. A motion sensor is their only navigation tool, leading them to safety while a creature in the shadows terrorises the crew. However, the greatest threat might have been hiding in plain sight all along. So yeah. It's not a robot, is it? Well, I haven't seen it, by the way. Yeah, spoilers uh, are coming now. I would say, check them out. They're only like nine minutes long. The longest, I think, or 10 minutes, I don't know, 15 minutes or 20 minutes, I don't know, fucking 30 minutes. But they're not very long at all. So I blasted through them all in two nights because I fell asleep halfway like, through. It's a bit like the Animatrix, isn't it? You know, like little mm-hmm. shorts. Yes. 
The you can, I mean, you can tell they don't have a massive massive budget, but fair play to them, like they, they did their best. Go on, well done, guys. Well done. You did really, really Seven well. Seven on ten. <laughs> I've seen two of them. I thought alone was all right. Yes, but it's it's just themes that we've seen before, like the theme of every single one of them was a fucking. I think apart from all in Night Shift, there was a fucking body a, a robot. Twist, yeah, <laughs> a twist of the body robot, and even in Specimen, the dog turned out to be a robot. Really? Yeah, but the no, job that for us. Sorry. It does. The job of the dog was to basically sacrifice itself, mm. and uh, there's a face hugger in there. And the dog takes one for the team. Do you know one thing I don't understand as of talking of this? If this company can make robots that are so hard to tell if they're human or not, uh-huh. like the people who are working with them can't Wouldn't you tell. just fuck them all the time? Is that what you're going to say? Why don't oh, where... robots from Blade Runner? Well, but why are they so interested in getting aliens, which, to be honest with you, as much as the franchise is going on, the alien gets softer it's, and softer. It's and, like, it's, and only seems like a hindrance. Yeah. You know I mean? it's, uh, it's like zombies in The Walking Dead. That's what it's like. Mm-hmm. But it's the classic, like, um, the Starship Troopery thing in it where they try and control to get them on your side. Mm. Like, you want, you know, ultimately, the ultimate weapon in the universe how be... is that the ultimate weapon because I'll tell you something now if I had a like a nuclear bomb that's better than an alien there's a short film for you yeah he's got a specimen yeah. it could be called <laughs> egg it's rubbish egg <laughs> <laughs> oh, with a recording episode, just doing that. <laughs> That's a special. <laughs> cool. Hello, there. Me on. <laughs> it would just be. Hello there, little egg crabs. Hello there, little egg crabs. <laughs> on repeat. Um, I watched them. Uh, you know, I watched them all. Always probably my favourite. I thought it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, again, alone. You didn't watch alone. No, uh, she turned out to be a fucking robot. <laughs> <laughs> there was no robot. Oh no, Harvest. She turned out to be a robot, didn't she? And she was fucking. I'm sure she was a. Uh, she was a robot, and she fucking. Aye. I liked the bit the containment at the end of it. The um the space the the pod was sort of taken up by a big ship, and she wrote in blood, "Don't open." You know, fucking dead inside. Uh, aye, exactly. Um, she wrote that in the window. But I bet you some fucker opened it though. But yeah, it's wheeling fucking do. whatever they can. Not Otherwise, Penny's boat written on her hand. Uh, it wouldn't have had specimen if we, if she hadn't opened it. If they hadn't opened it up. Night shift was shit. That should have just been called night shit. <laughs> um, and yeah, I right, check them out. I meant to say uh, when we were talking about the games, I didn't. We didn't even talk about Alien Isolation. But oh, we've no. talked about it a bit in the past, haven't we? Yeah. So, yeah. One thing, because I've played more of it leading up to this podcast. Uh, I've played like a couple hours of it. Maybe it's more. One thing that's irritating us about the game is there's fucking shitloads of androids in it. Have you played it? No. No. I heard about I'm bad that. At stealth. Fucking like... androids. Like on, at the minute, the biggest baddie is the fucking androids and the humans as well. You encou- oh, I've encountered alone. Like I thought. Yeah, you me were... too. They Isolation. can't make a game like that. I'm it, afraid. It's, but it's it's kind of it's. Like ruined it for me because like it's like I said, I like thought Dead it would Space, be. Space, you're alone. Huh? The majority of the game, I Apart thought it was from like the fucking po- polymorphs. I think. Like, Is it too long? The game, I heard that off. it was meant to be a little bit too long. I find every game outstays its welcome these days for me, though, so I can't really comment. No game should be longer than Portal Two. <laughs> Not uh, even Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> the um, 
the alien as well just can kill you like in a moment's notice. You walk, I walked into a, into a stairwell yesterday after I'd been playing it for about 20 minutes without saving it. And I was like, all right, Liverpool are making the biggest fucking comeback <laughs> yeah. in European Cup history. So I'm going to watch the last 20 minutes of that match. So I was like, I'll just find a, um, a safe spit, a safe point. And I went at this, this stairwell and I just heard this clatter and then do, 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 do. And then the alien was on top of us and fucking killed us. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. And it loaded up and it's going, meow, meow, meow. I was like, oh, I'm right back here. Fuck. So I just went, nah, turned it off. And I'll try to motivate motivate myself to go back to it, but now we've recorded this podcast. What motivation do I have? Zero. Zero. That, Egg. That substandard anecdote is why I would never play the game. Yeah. Substandard anecdotes. <laughs> <laughs> well, gee, thanks. Wise guy, huh? <laughs> right, shall we move on to the movies now? It seems like a good point to do that. Happy to do that, guys, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Yes. Hi. I'm... Uh... Pete Sanger and I was there working on the Aliens movie back in 86 uh, it's quite a shoot you can actually see me uh, just watch the roll VT I said roll VT this isn't Aliens Oh, this bit. What? That's the thing. You were out there for you look in the background there. Years. Do you see what happened? Where that fridge you had drifted is. right through the core systems. It's not a domestic fridge. It's a medical fridge. Luck. Yeah, there's several on board. There. Did you? Hang on. I think you're damn lucky to be alive, kiddo. I'll go back. Just I think look. you're damn lucky to be alive, kiddo. See that bloke in the beret, and the goat to you sort of pops <laughs> out. Hang on. Stupid, that cat man. We went through loads of them. That bloody monster scoffed a lot. Right, go back this bit. You to be alive, kiddo. Here we are. Think you're damn lucky to be alive. There, there, there. That was me. We only spotted that at the premiere, and uh, after that, uh, I never worked again. That's why I'm, uh, I know I quite enjoy doing the, uh, doing the roads and that, but I don't miss the thrill of the film set. Sometimes watch this and I just think. Be floating out there forever. You total, total dick. It's finally time to talk about the films. Oh, we've run out of... I'm sorry, we've run out of... Tape. Recording speed. We've run out of tape. It's not going to happen. This will land on the cutting room floor. Wasn't it somebody who said they liked or they hated one or the other? The way we say films. Um, Geordie's say it in a funny way, don't we? Uh, I don't, because I've got a stupid little posh hybrid voice. <laughs> hybrid? <laughs> Yeah. Are you like an alien hybrid? I am indeed. I'm like the white one from the end of Alien Resurrection. That Don't looks like that uh, Lana Del Rey. <laughs> <laughs> a cock nose. So, 
what the we're going to do. Sorry. Yeah. The one that Geiger said looked like a giant turd. Did he? <laughs> in the documentaries is what they'd done to his creation by the end of the mm-hmm. franchise where they turned it into a giant white turd. Oh, that's a little teaser for when we get to Alien Resurrection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, Simon, you're going to read out the synopsis for each movie. Without further ado. In deep space... The crew of commercial starship Nostromo is awakened from their cryo-sleep capsules halfway through their journey home to investigate a distress call from an alien vessel. The terror begins when the crew encounters a nest of eggs inside an alien ship. An organism from inside an egg leaps out and attaches itself to one of the crew, causing him to fall into a fatal coma. That's Alien 1. That makes it sound like a banger. It is a banger. It is, yes. It I is a fuck you, the lifebath.net. <laughs> what she know? Yeah, watched... What was her quote about the this f- film, perhaps? Uh, it's Everyone's ridiculous or something like that. I think she's something like that. I watched the theatrical version. So I've got the Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. Watch the theatrical version. I love the, the acting style in it. Me too. How it's got that kind of where everyone's sort of interrupting each other almost. Like the dialogue's uh, so uh, loose and... Uh. Yeah, I was nice. trying to no, no, yeah. you, but I didn't work. It's it's kind of like um almost ad libbed it feels at times the way that it's acted. It's really it's very cool. relaxed. Mm, very relaxed. Mm. Which is um, I would imagine is a deliberate for the, the terror that Yeah, definitely unfolds. Mm-hmm. Um obviously made by proud northeastern mm-hmm. Ridley Scott mm-hmm. uh who has made some shit. Uh, <laughs> but has also made uh, Alien, you know, probably one of the greatest uh, film debuts of all time. Was that his first film? I believe it was, wasn't it? Holy shit. Oh, oh I'd oh, never double checked that, actually. I will fact check. Fact check. Myself. Very suspenseful, like a slasher movie, isn't it? Haunted yeah. House in Space is what they used to call it. Ah. So you know, a while back I'd said like the Jodorowsky June documentary, uh-huh. how he got he got Geiger second film. Oh, what was his first film? The Duelists, the uh, Napoleonic War film thing, but still second film, pretty mm-hmm. fun, good. Yeah. So um, in that documentary about them making June, which never, <clears throat> it never got made that version. He got Geiger Jodorowsky, and he wanted him to make the um, the Harkonnen. I think is the 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 enemies. Mm-hmm. So he was tasked with. Making them an alien. He came up with the concept of making him getting given the task of doing them and their like architecture and stuff, and someone else doing the like Atreides, I think, or the goodies. Yeah. And I'm sure it was Dan O'Bannon. All right, yeah. Who was in Dark Star, which was uh, John Carpenter's first oh, movie. Oh, yes, yeah. And that film, even though I'm not big on it, it does have that kind of truckers in space feel yeah. that everyone sees aliens. Is it's just such a strong point that it yeah. looked like a lived-in universe? Yeah, definitely. I with the fucking cereal everywhere on the fucking table and shit yeah. like that. And so you know Dan O'Bannon, right? He worked on Star Wars, Heavy Metal, Life Force, Chud. Do you remember? Yeah, Chud, Chud, C H U D, cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller. Mm-hmm. Wow. Return of the Living Dead, Total Recall, and Screamers and Buried Alive, which are actually quite good films. I don't know. Yeah, I've not seen Screamers. No. It's an adaptation of who made who made Total Recall the the writer again? What was he called? Philip K. Dick. Yeah, it's an adaptation of one of his works, mm. and it has Peter Weller in. 
Peter Weller. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Who's Peter Weller? Robocop. Oh, of course I. Is anyone else in the universe called Sigourney? That's more of a fucking space name than Julie, isn't it? So one of my favourite TV shows is Dinner Ladies. Oh, yeah. A Victoria Wood sitcom. And the work experience girl played by Joanne Froggart, who was in uh, like Downton Abbey mm-hmm. at Yorkshire. She, she's called Sigour- Sigourney. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, she's, there you go. She's fucking brilliant in that episode as well. Does he have a reference alien? Uh, no. It is the first episode of series two. What about Ghostbusters? Do you not think that Sigourney Weaver now looks a lot like Glenn Danzig? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Glenn Danzig? Uh, former singer of the Misfits. Now wow. singer of Danzig. <laughs> There's a H.R. Geiger connection with Danzig oh, yeah, as well. Of course, yeah. Which will be appearing in the playlist later on. Mm. Um, yeah, Sigourney. She's the, she is the only famous Sigourney. Mm-hmm. She's the best Sigourney by default. Yeah. Also the worst. Um, <laughs> although I can't think of a really bad Sigourney performance, if you know what I mean. Like, you rarely see her phone it in. Oh, I liked her in uh, a nice surprise cameo almost in yep. The Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She nice. was in that Paul, wasn't she, as well? Oh, was she? oh yeah, she was in Paul. Oh, yeah. 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 A, sim- a very similar cameo. Bad by association, that one, mm, isn't it? Guilty as charged. <laughs> um, yeah, I love, I'm a big, big Sigourney fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's all a woman. She's a powerful woman. She's just mm. got that aura about her, hasn't she, of being powerful. Her well, pants are too small for her at the end, though. Yeah, that's one of the things oh, about the Alien, though, isn't it? You know, the, you could the one kind of... Sorry, feminism. Yes, and another theme. Actually, I'll say this first before I go on to the other theme. It's uh, all the way through. Kelly, the lifebath.com, One of the comments she made, most insightful comment that she made about the whole film <laughs> right. when she was, I think, it might have been aliens when she was getting into the pod. She went, "Eh, look at our pubes," because <laughs> you can see Zuko on his pubes around the edge of her knickers. Could you? Yeah. An insightful comment. An insightful comment. From Kelly from there. From the life Who's um, body positive podcast is coming <laughs> oh, straight to you. Is that nothing that's edited out of this? Um, <laughs> nah. Oh. No, she didn't say, look at the pubes. She went, I think she said, oh, oh, look, you can see your pubes. She's obviously a very strong uh, yep. female role. Powerful well woman back who's out not there. bowing to modern beauty standards. Exactly. Even back then. Mm-hmm. Was she not a man in the original script? Um, no, it's not her character that's a man, is it? It's the um, short-haired woman. What's she called? Do you Fast think Christ. she looks like Tom York? Yes. Oh, the one. Yeah, yeah. I, I said exactly that at yeah. one point during the film. To Kelly. Yeah, she was. Her character was originally male. Because she's. Uh... No, hang on. Is the is she the one that uh, you know in the game? the C64 game the video that you told us to watch and every now and again uh, it has that that's is that the one from Aliens Aliens yeah uh, I got me, confused yeah. so she doesn't get no, no I'm she thinking gets she gets killed. a chest buster but there's no one no one else no, gets one apart from John Hurt in the first who one who wasn't originally John Hurt he was a last minute replacement well, when he was born no uh, so the character in the film um, on day one they started filming with John Finch Mm-hmm. Who played? Uh, is it uh, Roman Polanski's Macbeth? Right. He played Macbeth, um, and 
he got ill on the first day of the set, so they needed a last-minute replacement, and John mm-hmm. Hurt was the last-minute replacement, and it's now like an iconic role for old uh, Johnny Hurt, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I love that fucking, the whole story about them filming that scene, about how nobody knew. Is that so? No one yeah, knew? Yeah. The look on... Um... Tom York's face when it like it splatters yeah. on her face. She, you can tell like she doesn't. She, she's not meant to know that it was going to be so visceral. Wow. They were just like it was just like, a, you know. it, it's when his hands like twitching. It's like uh, I, you can see when uh, filmmakers deliberately don't kind of make people look like they actually are dead. Like with fucking. You know, when some like stiffening oh, limbs just, and shit yeah, like that. They don't, they don't like switch to a fucking puppet um, of the person. But it's like these these hands are twitching and it's just a bit fucked up. Well, I love. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I don't know if it if it, if it would be kind of considered unethical now to like shock an entire crew into that sort of reaction. Like, obviously, what's his Jaffa William Friedkin famously used to carry a loaded gun on the set of The Exorcist so you could get real reactions. Wow. You'd be filming and you just fucking fire a gun. Fuck me. And like all of the kind of moments in uh, in The Exorcist <laughs> are kind of authentic shocks. And obviously it's the, it's the same thing, you know, Tom York shits herself <laughs> because she's not expecting such a visceral uh, reaction. Yeah. You know. I do think all of the cast though are really good. Yeah, it's uh, like there's absolutely no weak flawless. Ones. Yeah. I agree. Fantastic film. I, I think uh, there's a few scenes where you see the alien, I've said this before, full on, and it does take away from the special effects slightly. There's a bit where he looks like he's in a pipe and he has the jazz hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. the uh, famous kind of... I mean, that's where the captain, the yeah. where the big captain guy gets it, isn't it? I think that's Dallas. the point. Dallas, I... So I went to Shields. Um, oh, to the works or whatever yeah, it's called. And yeah, and I seen the, um, the alien and I think they had like blasters from... Um, these other film, what's it called? Blade Runner. Yeah, it was, it was cool to see. Yeah, I saw the same exhibition, but like a few years earlier, at just like a big hall in it was like Seton Delville Hall or something maybe, mm-hmm. and they had like aliens and they had fake fucking alien wranglers and they had a dude dressed up as a xenomorph cutting about and people are wearing Utani jackets. It was pretty fucking good. Like, that sounds class. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was originally Peter Mayhew as well. There's another little oh, bomb was it? for you. Yeah, Peter Mayhew was. But wasn't the actual guy? Wasn't he like a basketball player? Yeah, or something he's like fucking yeah. massive. Uh, um, but yeah, they basically they they've kind of fitted around Peter Mayhew and then uh, needed someone equally as gigantic. Rest in peace, Peter Mayhew. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what do you think of the design of the the face hugger? Because I think that's changed drastically through the films. The first one looks more like a crustacean. Yeah, than it's a like a, it's just like a little kind of like a hermit crab without a shell yeah. kind of thing. It's it doesn't have as pronounced like limbs to grip around the head. Uh-huh. It's kind of little spindly underneath it. Like what it, there's a, is it called a horseshoe crab? Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks, they're one of the oldest like yeah. animals on the planet. They, they look, you know, it looks a lot like that. Whereas now it looks like a big fucking. Well, now, like this, like there is a now in Alien, uh-huh. um, but yeah, more recently, definitely changed into like a kind of Scotland little prick, prick, like spidery little prick. <laughs> Love it so fucking much. Also, the tagline in space, no one can hear you scream. Yeah, oh, iconic. is that the tagline? Yeah, yeah, one of the iconic ones. Ah, wasn't for fucking Star Wars, me. <laughs> um, you mentioned there. Uh, I was going to mention a theme. I'll mention it in a moment, but you mentioned one of the characters being replaced 
last minute. Mm-hmm. Do you want to read out the, the synopsis for Aliens? And Certainly. And then we can move on. Shall we move on? Yes. After floating in space for 57 years, Lieutenant Ripley's shuttle is found by a deep space salvage team. Upon arriving at LV-426, the Marines find only one survivor, a nine-year-old girl named Newt. But even these battle-hardened Marines with all the latest weaponry are no match for the hundreds of aliens that have invaded the colony. Fuck. So, Ross, what's your little fact bomb? What about the different actor? Mm. I can't remember the dude's name now. James Remar. Right. From Warriors. Oh, yes. Is he the one that tried to rape the cop in the uh, in the thingy? Or was he Swan? I couldn't tell from the image of him. I'm not Ooh, sure. God, it's been a while since I've uh, Warriors. But he since was... I've tried to get back to Coney. He, um, he left you in principal photography. Due to creative differences, a.k.a. drug problems. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they were saying. Uh, so that's why we got Bean. He's actually still in the movie at one point, mm-hmm. in one of the scenes from behind. You can see he's in his armour. But he customised, because James Cameron asked all of the crew to customise the armour themselves. Yeah. Uh, but what's his name? Uh, Hicks. can't remember his name. Reese. Kyle mm-hmm. Reese. Yeah. He uh, stepped in last minute, and he didn't get a chance to customise his own armour. So he's got like that red heart with a oh, lock on yeah. and stuff. Who directed Warriors again? Was it Walter Hill or William? Yeah. William he, Hill. He, William Hill. He helped write Aliens. So maybe that's oh. the connection. Oh. There's Fuck. other two people like get on IMDb. I've oh, got like a credit. Yeah. So uh, God knows how much they were like involved. Oh. Like I'd, I'd like to know how much Cameron wrote of this because one well, of the he, things I love about it is the actual design of the weaponry and stuff like that. Yeah, that big fucking massive big machine gun that they have to have with like the steady cam sort of setup. They're fucking sweet. that's class. Uh, I mean, obviously the pulse rifle is absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say now it's my favorite of them all. It's a close run thing for me between the first one and this one. The first one to me. Is more of a like, it's just more of a perfect movie. Yeah, it, yeah. This one, I like it. I really, really like it. But you've got to be in the right mood for it. Yeah, I suppose it's very, do. very macho. Yeah, compared to how kind of powerfully feminist uh, Alien is, um, I, I enjoy it. You know, James Cameron kind of became James Cameron because of that fucking. You know, he was the guy. So the the way he pitched, that's what I said I would say earlier, um, the way that Aliens allegedly was pitched by uh, James Cameron, what came out seven years after. Um, but apparently he <laughs> walked into a boardroom, um, went up to like a blackboard or a whiteboard and wrote Alien on the board mm-hmm. and then just put an S on the end and then put turned the S into a dollar sign. And that's how he pitched <laughs> making aliens, and really? uh, you know, became, you know, the guy. Yeah, well, um, this was after he just made Terminator. Yeah, yeah, just made Terminator. Um, and it, you know, Aliens is in it is such an impressive film, um, and it's kind of the hits ticks all of the right boxes and became a bit of a kind of format for how you do not only sequels but also like good fucking action films yeah um 
I'm not a huge action guy, so it's not my not my favorite. It's probably my third favorite. Right. Um, but by being the third favorite, it's still like an eight out of ten. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not any any damning statement. So, what's your other two? What's your top two? So, unlike Ross, who's torn between Alien and uh, Aliens, I'm torn between Alien and Alien Three. I fucking love Alien Three, and oh. I know that it's shit, <laughs> um, and it undoes so much of the good work done by both Alien and Aliens. But I, I just, I just fucking love it. Like, mm-hmm. I really, um. I'm a big Fincher head mm-hmm. um, and it's got so much going for it visually and atmospherically that I just fucking really love Alien 3. But we'll get there when we get there. Mm-hmm. We'll stick to Aliens for now. Assholes and elbows and all that. Um, you ruins the film though, don't you? Yeah, mostly. Yeah. Her her line readings, it's just, it's just bad. Yeah. Even there's a bit where they're both talking to each other. I think it's like in the bedroom before they... they mm-hmm. They get sealed in with like. Yeah. Oh, which is, I'll, be, yeah. I'll be just in the next room. Why the fuck would you not just sleep in the same room? Yeah. Why would you sleep in separate rooms in a situation like Probably that? Because you don't plot give development a fuck about fuck. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> plot development. Yeah. I am. Um, yeah. She. She's. She's got that kind of child actory vibe where you can tell she's reading her lines to like a mom standing just uh, behind. Uh, you know the the shot just out of shot. Uh, dreadful. Um, <laughs> yeah, and like is is one of the things that takes away from the film for me. Um, it's got so much fucking good about it though. Yeah, on but, on, on IMDb, the actress who plays Newt is only she's only in documentaries as herself, so she's um, only yeah. ever been in Aliens. Which mm. I mean, to be honest, you can kind of tell why. Yeah, it's, I mean, I know it's she's not like young. a Star Is Born performance, is it? You know what I mean? It's not no. fucking. We last for Matilda or whatever, like. <laughs> um, we've said before on this podcast, but Vasquez, who I would say is a very, very strong mm-hmm. female character. Yeah. Obviously, uh, she's a mom from Terminator, isn't she? Oh, aye. yeah. Wolfie, Wolfie, fucking. <laughs> How's Wolfie? <laughs> uh, she's also in Predator, uh, Predator Two. Is she? Yeah. So is Paxson. Oh, yeah, really? Paxson's in. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Also, something I'll dispel because I read it, so it might be wrong. But I, for yes, I believe that the only reason they made Alien versus Predator is it because at the end of Predator Two, there was like where they go to the ship. There's some skulls and there's an alien skull. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, right. there is it. Yeah, but Mr. apparently Rick. the um, Dark Horse comic books were already being made before that happened. Uh, oh, so it's a bit of a misnomer. Yeah. Hmm. It reminds me reminded me a lot of Starship Troopers, the whole marine behaviour and the drop ship and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean it's not as good as Starship. Starship Troopers obviously took from that, but it's not as good as Starship Troopers. Nah. Starship Troopers is the one of the greatest satirical it's, films of all time and is so unbelievably important and was so misunderstood in its time that it makes me angry. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it again quite a few times. Yeah. And it's, I, I absolutely love that film. Like I've well, I went to the cinema to see it and I've watched it like fucking like a dozen times or something since just on it was on Netflix when we first got Netflix and it went off just after I got Netflix and I was fucking devastated. So sad about it. I, t- I tweeted them mm. and didn't reply. One person liked it though and I was like, yeah, you fucking know. <laughs> you I, I, I tried to tweet Netflix when I was so angry with Cloverfield Paradox. Oh, God. What was wrong with that film, mate? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do. The good thing about that film is lining them up. I think that's a fucking genius little move. Like, What's that? So the, the event, mm. if you... 
play Cloverfield and Cloverfield Paradox at the, at the same time. All right. The moment that the event happens in Cloverfield Paradox is the moment you first hear the alien in Cloverfield. Really? I've never films. seen Cloverfield as well. You Have know. you not? No. Oh, fucking Cloverfield's unbelievable. Yeah. So <laughs> good. So it's, it's, the dog shit one, yeah. It's yeah. like sort of found footage, um, first person cams and things, so it's a bit like... Piss take of it. It's a bit it, sickly, but... It was one of the first, like, films that I just kept going back to the cinema for. Like, yeah. I just fucking couldn't... Like, I was just like, oh, well, I can't see Cloverfield. <laughs> fucking men throwing popcorn about Cloverfield. <laughs> <laughs> fucking class, man. Love that film. I would say that Starship Troopers and that, um, this might not be the right phrase to use it, but a kind of guilty pleasure films for me. And I would say Cabin in the Woods as well is sort of a guilty pleasure film where the vast majority of people would probably go, oh, like, like, Maybe like sort of movie purists like and stuff would say that, yeah, like they're, 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 they're shit, but they're fucking not. They're no, fucking I think it's it's not quite purists. It's the people, it's the people who enjoy films of that sort mm-hmm. that don't appreciate the satire that are in those films because yeah. all, all three of them are have like aspects of of, of satire. Especially, well, especially Cabin in the Woods and, and Starship Troopers. With those little, um, would you like to know more? Yeah. Things, yeah. Um, Aliens is obviously less less satirical, but is uh, you know has kind of strays away from a lot of the bullshit that action films would have been doing, mm. like Predator at the time. The, the last twenty minutes, or is it fifty minutes of the film? Is just for me, it's just class. Yeah, Aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, it's an incredible climax. Like when that's when she. So I think Ripley's suffering quite badly from PTSD, I would say, like throughout the film, obviously because she's she keeps waking up from terrifying nightmares yeah. and stuff. Well, she also finds out that kid's dead. Yeah. Well, in one cut, mm-hmm. she finds out and the yeah. other she doesn't. Well, there's loads of extra extra stuff in the, the special um, the yeah. extended the version. Like the, the whole startup bit, like that guy from Red Dwarf. Yeah. He's the of, captain. Uh, he's Red the Dwarf, captain, yeah. yeah. There's loads of, they don't show any of that in the, the theatrical, because I've never seen that before. Newt is in that fucking car at the start and stuff when they find the ship. The guns was new, where they, they salvaged the guns from the ship. The oh, drop the, ship is oh, that yes. the auto turret? Yeah. yeah. And oh, I'm right. a weird thing. I, I'm not sure how I feel about them guns, because... If you think about how badass the alien is in the first movie and how they've like they just make it it's just mindless. Yeah. They're yeah. all just running at them guns and just dying mm. to like waste the ammo. Well, that does not sound no. like an intelligent killing well, machine. Well, but yeah, then but obviously go... in resurrection they kind of add to the intelligence of them, don't they? You know what I mean? But we'll we'll get there. <laughs> is it aliens or is it alien three where there's just a random scene where Ripley's got a nosebleed? It's That's Alien 3. It's Alien 3, yeah. When, um, well, there's a reason for that. Ah, yeah. Is it the connection... Well, we'll get to that. But we'll is it the connection to between her and the the alien? Yeah. Is that the idea? Shall we, I, we, well, can I just say one thing? I went to the Hancock's Museum many years ago and I seen the Queen Alien. Oh, Boom, wow. Mint. It, was, it, it looked really fake. Yeah. But beautiful at the same time. Oh. Like, the design of it. And also, you know the sergeant that you quite like in... It, Aliens. Look into my eye. Yeah. Um, in um, I'm forgetting what the sergeant is in in Halo, but he's a complete rip off. Is he called a pawn? A pawn, yeah. He is in Aliens, but I don't know what the sergeant is called in in Halo. And plus, oh, Halo just like... ripped off the weaponry, the yeah. dropship, yeah, yeah, yeah. the look of the Marines. Ah, uh, that's very true. Ah, uh, the masks. 
aliens. Because there's aliens in it, in the in in Halo. There is, yeah. But they look like xenomorphs. I know, but aliens. Mm-hmm. Like they ripped off the concept of aliens. I suppose the the quiet tongue. Okay. Mm-hmm. The flood kind of looks a bit like. No, yeah, <laughs> the flood actually looks a little bit like the fucking one from Resurrection. I suppose. His cock nose. Um, Shall we have the synopsis of Alien 3, please, sir? Mm. Ellen Ripley is the only survivor when she crash lands on Fiorino 161, a bleak wasteland inhabited by former inmates of the planet's maximum security prison. Once again, Ripley must face scepticism and the alien as it hunts down the prisoners and guards. Without weapons or modern technology of any kind, Ripley leads the men into battle against the terrifying creature... Director David Fincher. Mm. So I watched this twice over the Good last couple you. of weeks. Once mm. the special edition, and then I had to watch a theatrical version because I was like, "Fucking what?" It's uh, actually the assembly cut, two thousand and three or something. Yeah. Like that. Um, so uh, with the other two, uh, Ridley Scott and um, Cameron. James Cameron got to do a director's cut, but an assembly cut is different. It's where the producers. Mm go into the editing room and um, add and change the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, a recent example of assembly cutting being a dreadful thing is the film Bohemian Rhapsody, where it's clear that Brian May was sitting in the room going, put me in this film, put me in this film, put me in this film, put me in this film. Mm-hmm. So it's a fucking nightmare. Um, so I am... Fincher hasn't... I don't think he's ever kind of expressed either way whether he's pissed off that he wasn't offered the chance to do a director's cut um, they claim the assembly cut is closer to Fincher's original vision, but um, yeah, I, I am a much greater advocate of the uh, theatrical cut. And it's still a good film; like, it's still a concise. It's what's my favorite of the, well, close joint favorite of the Alien films. I would say the theatrical version is much better than the mm-hmm. the other cut for sure, and for two main reasons. One, I've no idea why, hopefully you can explain, why they decided to make it an ox or whatever it is instead of a dog. It's, uh, it's so the, the assembly cut obviously has more of the, a lot more of the religious stuff right. about the prisoner's religion. And I think it's some sort of religious allegorical. sort of thing. Yeah. But the ox is dead as well. They bring mm. it in and it's dead. And I didn't think the... The alien would want to be in a dead horse well, as well. Well, first off, that whole scene where they the leave the ox hanging there. Yeah. And then he picks up, oh, what's this? Yeah, And it's yeah. a bloody yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought, for shit. fuck's sake. I, I, ah, it, and he's an it, absolute moron. With the dog coming back and there's no... I mean, you see the facehugger in the ship where the dog is kind of at the doorway looking in. Yeah. And you see the facehugger do that like usual crawls creep, over there. Uh, yeah. So you're like... <gasps> And then you don't see the dog again until he's kind until of... he's on his side uh, losing his shit. And he, well, he's, he's lying in the uh, kennel sort of yeah. thing. And he's got loads of cuts on his face. Oh, yes, yeah. So you can which, tell he's got a scrap. I would, yeah, I would imagine he must have bitten the fucking facehugger off or something. I don't know. But because um, no one else has got any damage from the facehugger on the face, have there? There's no one else has got like... Because it looks as though the dog's got damage from the tail or something. Like yeah. a big cut, but I don't know. Mm. Anyway, but then, yeah... And the other thing that I didn't understand that they changed, spoiler, if you haven't seen it, but the very end, when yes. Ripley falls backwards into the... Oh, the lobby stuff, doesn't kill the They completely queen. changed it. And that was the bit where I realised it was so different because I was watching it and I was like, Ox, I, I, I'm sure it was a dog. Maybe yeah. I just forgot. And then he got lapping. I was like, Had's there. 
why did they decide to take that out of the... Yeah. It makes no... The ending, because it looked shit, first of all, because it's obviously <laughs> just taking a still image of our fallen back before... Ah, uh, it looks like it, the stair scene in Psycho, where, like, before yeah. they had the technology to do falling. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it looks shit. looked absolutely yeah. terrible. So, if anyone doesn't know, uh, the original Kutcher falls, falls, like, sacrifices herself, falls backwards and fucking Lance Henriksen goes, with his ear hanging off, which mm-hmm. looks weird. Um, she... Falls into the larvary stuff, um, molten metal, and the queen alien bursts out of her chest, but she holds it in, mm-hmm. and then yeah. that's what I remember. Which is the most one of the most iconic bits from any of the it's the entire the franchise. Films, it's really. The end of the snares, like that yeah. comes up on the snares. Huh? Well, arguably, and this is a question that I'll ask at the end. Perhaps should have been the end of the franchise, but we'll get that. Um, but she drops in. And uh, they changed it so then the special edition, she just falls and nothing happens. Like, yeah. I don't understand why they changed well, that. Um, my guess would be because of the start, it it works better with Resurrection, with what they do in Resurrection, oh, I think. Yeah. Oh, um, and that if they do manage to recover a body, the queen is fuck. still there. But to be honest there with you, that, that whole life cycle of like... We've talked about the fact that the alien can seem to spit an alien free. Also, the way like it's in her, but she's like wandering around. It's not causing much bother. That uh, that goes against all the other. Yeah, yeah. It's a ge- in uh, the gestation it, period longer because it's a queen. Because maybe? it's a queen. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But but from that, I mean, that's an interesting idea. But they say in resurrection that they use the blood to recreate our DNA. Yeah, to but the blood from. Man. I can't remember. The, the blood. Just... I think it's the Charles Dance. Who? Yes. Very handsome. Charles Dance is very an awesome. Fucking actor. Very as handsome. Well. Yeah. I think I thought Paul McGann was good in it as well. Like he was again, Paul McGann. Yeah. Um. Did you know that it was not going to be Sigourney Weaver? Really? Yeah. They cast um Meryl Streep oh, as wow. Ripley, and evidence can still be seen very, 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 very briefly. Um. So when they were first doing all of the building the sets and stuff for the film and it was still Meryl. Um, I think it was kind of like we've got Meryl while we're working on Sigourney. Um, they built the sets and Meryl Streep was filming Death Becomes Her at the time and in that um, they built a plastic version of her I think for for some scene. Um, so in the brief, there's a brief like x-ray scene mm-hmm. on the screen. It's the, the x-rays of Meryl Streep. Oh, really? Um, they used the model that there's on the set and that they oh, used to make these cool. fake x-rays is, is actually Meryl Streep. There was a small picture of it um, on the internet somewhere. That's cool. Um, it's it's that guy from um, with Neil and I again. Yeah. Not McGann. Uh-huh. Upper hand. It's the... Um, yeah, he's the one that's supposed to have the really low IQ. He's yeah. the one checking out and saying, I don't oh, know what I'm yes. looking for. Campbell well kept it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wayne's World. That's right, eh? Yeah. I had to beat them to death with, with their, their own, own shoes. shoes. But Ozzy went on stage that night. <laughs> Good. Oh, classic. Ah, yeah, yeah. He was good in that as well. I think, again, loads of great performances. Also, isn't the main, or the, the head guy, isn't he the one gas man from Bottom? Yeah, but he's him? also the teacher and Kez, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He's, ah, like, right. he's a class act. There's a yeah. there's a scene where he's like talking to dance about the whole oh, like, the coffee. Yeah, and I just thought he it was really good. I thought the acting was class. Sadly, I just find the film a bit boring. I, I respect it, 
and I love the atmosphere, but I, I, I think people, you know, when you watch a horror film and you're like, start questioning, why do they do this? In Alien, I never had that problem. They seem like something yeah. happens to one person, then they formulate a plan and something goes wrong, but it's like, fine, you don't go, well, that's a bit stupid. And then Dallas does a few stupid things, but you think, fine. In Alien 3, like, I just don't understand why he, they capture the alien, which was a complete fucking piss take anyway. Like, it all went wrong. Yeah. But then when he goes on that and opens it up, I, from Wivnail and I, why does he do that? So does he and do that? It just that? seems to me to make the film longer. I think he, he, um, they're playing on the whole religious aspect again there, yeah. where he has that moment where the guy is is killed above him and all the blood goes over his face and it has that sort of, yeah. bit, of bit of thing and he's like, <gasps> like that and then he loses his mind mm-hmm. and he is sort of treating the alien as a kind of god, I think is what's yeah, going on in his it's head. A, a wonderful space madness, kind yeah. of, um, there's a higher power. He's kind of bowing down to. But look at what happens to him. He opens the door up and instantly the alien kills him. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that, that's cool. And that's then what he I wants. paused it yeah. and I looked, oh, no, I've got another 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I totally get it. Like, I, it, it's a it's a very hard sell telling people that I fucking love Alien 3. Um, People find me very strange. I mean, I also love Resurrection, but that's besides the point. That's 90% nostalgia. I um, haven't, haven't watched Alien 3 twice. Did I mention that in the yes. last couple of weeks? Well done, last week, uh, I, I I really liked the theatrical version. I thought it was a really nice, tight film. Um, obviously, it wasn't perfect, and it wasn't. I didn't like it as much as the first two, but I think as a trilogy, it's a nice. It's got. It's totally like the, the tone of it's totally different to the other two, mm-hmm. um, and I like the idea of it kind of going back to the original where that they didn't have any weapons. Like she didn't yeah, have any weapons. They, they, they didn't went, know how to deal with it. Yeah. with what they had. And like when they went, oh, we've got no weapons. She went, we fucked. She think it was a bit of not a big there's, fan of that yeah. line. But I mean, there's a few. There's kind of there's a few there's a there's an an element to Ripley's performance in it, um, that they very much enhance in Alien Resurrection, um, but Joss Whedon adds a lot to it. Because uh, obviously he loves a fucking quip, so the kind of, there is an element of sass in it mm. that I guess you would have if you'd woken up for the th- fucking third time, mm. well, the se- woken up for the second time, and you were like, "Why is nobody fucking listening to me about yeah. these fucking aliens?" I mean, with another bunch of fucking morons, <laughs> you would kind of get like a fuck the lot of yeah. like how are then vibe. Well, we've got the resurrection then. Well, we? just before we do, I have this this image of someone going to see Alien Free with a fucking Team Hicks like yeah. hat on and a scarf and like a, a little flag say, can't wait to see what happens to Hicks and say, that was another thing that was different between the theatrical and assembly cup. The, the whole act with the whole oh, yeah. stop bit was completely the different. She comes out the water. Aye. Yeah. I um, preferred the other because ver- I've seen both versions but the problem with me is I watched when I was really young, I watched some films on copy, yeah. and they were really bad. Like this was on video, you know. So I Aliens saw, very dark. It would be hard to watch. Oh, with Snyder, like. And also, I was a like younger back then, and I was just expecting aliens. Yeah. And I was like, this film is. I do not like this in the slightest. Yeah. But that's why when I went go back to it, even though you advised me to watch the different the, yeah, version yeah. that I watched, I wanted to watch the longer one. I wanted to see the difference in the. 
And I think it's 40 minutes long, is it? Yeah, all? it's quite uh, a bit. Majorly the, different. The That's the problem. Is, it takes a lot of the, like, I, the, one of the things I love about it is the visual flair that, like, David Fincher adds. Like you said, it's the first fucking alien POV. Yeah. That's good, Proper yeah. scenes, the fucking spinning around the fucking corridors. Yeah. Being chased. Um, and it, it, it kind of, I don't know, it's got a lot of little really nice kind of theatrical touches and mm. um, he uses that kind of Nicholas Rogue uh, cutting between the dog and the conversation yeah, where yeah, the yeah. dog's getting fucked up and they're just like yeah it's all gonna be fine yeah. and, uh, remind us of, of the thing quite a yeah, bit of that yeah I fucking love that shit I, just, I don't know I, yeah I love it please watch it but mm. don't watch the assembly cut I think Christian's a fan of it mm. I, I was gonna say sorry that the very start the uh, um when they define the ship, the differences between the two is um, Newt's in the tube. Yeah. And I think it's filled, filled with water. Yeah, she... She's kind of floating. Bishop looks the same in both. But Hicks in uh, the assembly cut one is like totally mashed up. Like his teeth are all over the place and stuff. It's totally fucked up. But in the theatrical one, it's not as bad. It's yeah, just kind of just like a bit fucked. frozen uh, bit like... That was a bit... I don't know. And then like you say, she was found, washed up on the beach. Mm-hmm. Um... All covered in oil. I mean, it, it makes a bit more sense with the whole them using Newt drowned as an excuse mm-hmm. uh, rather than <laughs> how they find her in the theatrical cut, which is like... Yeah, in the tube. Like the fucking ring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the hair floating about. Yeah. So resurrection then. The saga continues 200 years after Ripley sacrificed herself for the sake of humanity. Her erstwhile employers long gone. This time it is the military that resurrects the one woman killing machine through the genetic cloning to extract the alien from within her. But during the process, her DNA is fused with the queen and then the aliens escape. Now Ripley must decide where her allegiance lies. Director Jean-Pierre Junot. I only watched this once. <laughs> I watched half of it. Yeah. Hey, that Hellboy is one unique looking fucker, right, isn't he? Aye, he's buff in that film. Oh, he's buff. He's you, a big boy. You know one of the gifts that Christian brought for the lair, which oh. is City of Lost Children? Oh, yes. oh yeah. Uh, that's that's him, the director. Yes. Oh, Jean-Pierre Junot's 
film before? Is it two films before, made, maybe? Did really? he make Delic- Delicatessen? Delicatessen was before this. And then obviously he went on to make Amelie, make Max. A couple other people who got in it. Sorry? Great director. I've never seen, I've still never seen Amelie. Have you not? No. One of my favourite soundtracks of all time. You've got um, the dude, I think he was in Highlander. Isn't he like the... Because it's basically like one of the first fucking Guardians of the Galaxies before Guardians of the Galaxy was made. Basically, <laughs> there's crew even that ship. shot of yeah, like the mall the come out the door opens exactly. and there's a fucking Groot in the, the background. fucking Burger King Kids Club again. There's a little dude <laughs> in the wheelchair. I'd love it if Ron Perlman just fucking said, Ron Perlman, all the way through the film. Um, but no, I'm, I'm pretty but sure... it was Vin Diesel voicing him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's him from uh, Highlander, um, the main guy from that, or some film like that. And then you've got... Don't know if you spotted him. Uh, you know the the security guy who works for Wayland or whatever. Mm. You know who he was? The one who was with them right till the end. No, who? It's um, the guy from Breaking Bad. You know the big body from Bre- Breaking Bad, the one, and he's in Better Call Saul as well. Is it? Oh, the, the drug lord guy. It's him. What? With the guy in the wheelchair? No, no, no. no. Uh, his his like nephew. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, it's him. What, the guy who owns the chicken shop? No, not him. No, no, the, the one who... He's, not, he's not the big baddie, sorry, but he's the... He's in the... I think it's the first or second series of Breaking Bad and they go to his house and stuff like that and he's the guy in the wheelchair. It's his his nephew. His mate. He's, he's got the big, massive fucking silver gun and so he sets the twins on. Oh, Tuco. Like yeah, yeah, Tuco. Yes. He's in it. Yeah, What's with is, the I... captain of this ship, by the way? Like, why is he... Like batshit crazy. He's got like unruly oh, fucking hair. shoulders. His hairy shoulders. Jesus Kelly, that was Kelly. scarier than ah. Oh, Kelly would obviously pick up on that. But you know what he reminded fucking me of? Pads on, like the Saddam Hussein from uh, Hot Shots. Like if, you know when he turns into yeah. the fucking he merges with a dog at the end yeah. or something like that. He just reminded us of that. Fucking sucker and sucker or something. Um, but it was a horrible character. Like proper took just you out baffling. the whole thing, and, and, and shit. And he was kind of this stupid shitty he was a really like his character really severely lacks motivation mm. so he's like got these fucking scientists he's like the middleman between the smugglers and the scientists uh-huh. and it's like just fucking give him each other's phone numbers mate you know I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, that scientist is dodgy enough to ring a smuggler yeah. like he's trying to breed an alien queen you don't need you <laughs> to like work on the middleman with your fucking magic whiskies he was one of the oh they were, they were pretty cool it was one of the characters where uh, Kelly and I were just like, oh, I hope he gets killed too. Yeah, <laughs> and he no, did. his death's Within great. Seconds. Though. Yeah. It's got one of my favourite deaths in the whole franchise. Is that uh, through the back? Oh yes, he picks the uh, brain out. But he pulls this funny look on his face, <laughs> uh, and I was like, what oh, is with this God, guy? So bad. The, um, so I tweeted the other day um, about one of my favourite things is when a film is set so far in the future, but they use current gen graphics yeah. for the games, but then give them weird controllers. Right. Like yeah. it's the controllers that are adapting in the future, whereas controllers have remained pretty much exactly the fucking same uh-huh. and graphics have gone. So at the start of the game when the dude's playing like the FPS and he's like using this fucking flaily arm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, but it looks like fucking siphon filter. <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like it's fucking shite. And it's like, this is meant to be 200 years after 57 years after 100 years yeah. in the future. Yeah. Like it's fucking shite. 
I, I'll tell you one thing I do not like about the direction on this film. The the close-ups are so yes. close. Yeah. And everyone in this film, with the exception of probably Winona Ryder, are like ugly. Yeah, they're pretty like, hideous. Gurning like pictures of like Ron Perlman but pulling up on his face. That's like Junot's style, you know what I mean? Like if you obviously obviously if you've seen Delicatessen, mm-hmm. he likes focusing on Hideous things really like he strange likes strange looking, yeah, like the guy in the wheelchair. He's like Dominic Pinon. Yeah, he's amazing. Him, like I love him. Is uh, he the, in a wheelchair in real life? No, no. I didn't like in the, real life. The the actual aliens themselves look too rubbery or too computery, depending mm. on where they were. Mm. The, another cool death, not cool death, ridiculous death was <laughs> when the guy had the chest. Uh, it came up with his chest, but he held. Um, <laughs> That dickhead in front of him, and it oh, went right. yeah, yeah, burst <laughs> through his head. Oh, yeah, I mean, so when Joss Whedon initially wrote it, I think he wrote the ending five or six times. Uh, can I just say I had no idea that he rewrote that? Yeah, it's Joss Fuck Whedon. Me. It makes it kind of makes sense when you think about it that he has this like fawning young female hero. Mm. He has lots of people making quips. It's kind of shit. Um, he, <laughs> but he, but he does good characters together. Like he does good banter. The characters feel like they have been smuggling on a ship for years yeah. together. Um, they've got a great little kind of personality traits, which is something that he always brings to to his writing. But it initially, he wanted the end, obviously the end of the film, spoilers, they make it to Earth, or they make it to Earth's atmosphere. He wanted the final set piece to be like a kind of on Earth, like a Jurassic yeah. World 2, a Jurassic Park 2, like big fucking, wanted the showdown to happen on Earth and for like Earth to be at stake. Um, but I, I mean, I, I guess they were sick of the franchise perhaps after they decided to do it. Um, he was approached, I can't remember what he'd written, what he'd done. And he was, he was approached to write it. Um, there'd been, there'd been, you know, there's a big gap between all of the films. Um, and again, it it was developed as soon as Alien 3 finished. Um, they decided, oh, we're we're definitely going to make a fourth Alien. Mm -hmm. Um, and they've done it again with fucking the fifth alien. That's not going to happen now. But um, yeah, kind of, I, I would be intrigued to see that. Mm. Like I would like to have seen, because I think the final set piece is shit. Oh yeah. Oh, I think it's, it's really bad and it really lets the film down. Like Especially what? after the, what, my favorite section in the film where she gets attracted to the hive oh, yeah, and yeah, goes yeah. down and she sees fucking... The butterfly, it's a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> um, yeah, I love the bit with the fucking where she's number eight, and you see all the other fucking. Oh, I was, I was gonna yeah. say that's probably my favorite because one yeah. of the I said right uh, when we start talking about the films, one theme that's prevalent like through all of the films is like motherhood. Yeah, um, and it's probably most in that. Um, obviously, you've got a gripping the alien that's just fallen into mm-hmm. the uh, sacrificing the child. Yeah, but which then she talk- does it again. Which is talking about uh, her child that was. That you never sort got to see grow up because mm-hmm. she was fucking in cryostasis for so long. Um, Newt as well. She sort of adopts her as a child and, and then loses dies. her. Um, but the I like the I did the, like you say the clones. They were totally fucked up. Um, but like I say, that was probably my favorite part of the whole film. Yeah. It was like what was it, it like? Resident Evil. Hmm? Is there not a bit in Resident Evil that's really similar? Well, the the monsters, some of the monsters in Resident Evil look a lot like that, like the yeah. fucking nemesis with a big eye uh, shoulder and stuff. There was one of the clones in the Jaws that did look like that. You yeah. Because right? yeah. I, just to clear, I have seen this film. It's just watching it again. I was like, 
I'm a bit burned out by it all. And yeah. It to me, it's the weakest one. Like that's yeah. just my opinion. I mean, you are both only slightly older than me, but old enough so that I was the perfect the target audience for that right, film yeah. coming out. You know what I mean? I was like probably. I mean, what year was it? Was it like two thousand three? Ninety-seven. Was it ninety-seven? I don't know. Oh yes, it is. Yeah, it's ninety-seven. So I was like eleven. So like too young, yeah. Yeah. So I was like fucking. I probably saw it on like DVD in like two thousand and one or something, mm-hmm. and fucking loved it. Like yeah. lapped it up. Um, I, I did like the idea of the the, the evolution of the queen mm-hmm. having a womb instead of laying eggs. I thought that was an interesting idea. I think the actual delivery of it was pretty shit. Like when it was birthed and it looked the way it did. Yeah, like you say, a white turd. So one of the problems I have, like, is twats the queen's head off, which I thought was pretty cool. Because sorry, sorry, I did interrupt you there, but she hits the queen's head off, and again, that was kind of the monster or the new alien Mm -hmm. saying, "That's my mom. Ripley's my mom, not this fucking big Mm -hmm. thingy." That was the concept there. Yeah, like, did I miss that or did I get it right? (laughs) Sometimes I don't really read. I'm vaguely trying to remember what happened at the end. What? So at the end, the the think they've left the alien baby, like her daughter, mm-hmm. and then they're flying away on the escape ship. Yeah, her and Cole. Um, when she finally makes peace with androids. Yeah. Um, didn't like that. Uh, love Winona Ryder though. Had such an unbelievable obsession with Winona Ryder after mm-hmm. like. You know, my entire childhood mm-hmm. watching her be beautiful. Um, but yeah, and then she decides to kind of enact the there's that running theme throughout of like, don't do anything too near the hull because we'll all get sucked out into space. And she realizes that that's the way that they can mm. get her. She cuts herself and flicks the acid alien on blood. Oh, and and then sucks that, it out. <laughs> this tiny it goes hole. on. For, and they try to make you feel sorry for the alien. Like yeah. focusing on like his stupid little eyes, eyes and his little yeah. fucking dick nose. Yeah. <laughs> in there, it's like, oh, but mommy, why are you making. And then gets sucked into space like a fucking pizza. But what? then you're like, why didn't she get sucked out? And then you, she looks out the window and it's because they've reached the Earth's atmosphere um, and they're in the clouds. That's thank, handy, isn't thank it? Thank yeah. goodness. What I was going to say is if you look at the first film, which were what, big enough for its its use of like a lived in believable like kind of future mm-hmm. even though it's dated with its big like keys and stuff and the second one the military the weaponry looks kind of realistic and stuff as soon as they start setting stuff majorly in the future the design of the like guns and the, like the weaponry and the ship and stuff just looks different for the sake of difference yeah, yeah it looks like fucking jason x like <laughs> yeah uh there's there's a few like i, I rewatched. Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection because um, of the two that even, I probably have seen the least mm-hmm. even though I love Alien 3 um, I've definitely seen Aliens and Alien more because of the sort of film that you watch like as in other like events mm. um, and I rewatched Alien 3 and Dawn was like yeah this is really good uh, really enjoying it everyone's amazing there's fucking your man from Game of Thrones and then watched Alien Resurrection and about an hour like it's two hours like it's a long film uh-huh. about an hour and 20 minutes in she went this is fucking stupid <laughs> yeah and i was like yeah um the basketball scene oh yes 
Uh, it's real. Yeah. She genuinely did it. Ron Perlman but, almost ruins it. Yeah. But I, I don't know why in my head, it, maybe it's from the quadrilogy DVD of them showing the full cut yeah. of him going like, <gasps> and yeah. like turn around. And I was like, I got Dawn in the room and I was like, fucking, how I hyped it up. Just like fucking watch this, watch his face. And then it cuts. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I was. Yeah. And they do another cut of him like turning. And yeah. And it cuts to like kind of the same position, but his yeah. face is different. And I was like, fuck the, there's an outtake maybe, though I watched the yeah, out, I, I showed Kelly the outtake on YouTube and he says he walks away and goes oh I fucked it up because I reacted yeah yeah and I think I've got that in my head mm. I've watched that so much more that I expected to sh- you know to see it um, also Chow Yun Fat was written into it so Joss Whedon was like fucking loved Chow Yun Fat yeah um, Crouching Hype Tiger and stuff like that is that Bulletproof Monk oh right okay um, and Hard Boiled and uh, yeah, he'd written a role for him, and he was like, "Nah, fuck that shit." <laughs> <laughs> well done to him. Yeah, <laughs> didn't want to do it. I think he. I mean, I, I can see why. Um, they kind of got Juno to do it, following Delicatessen. It's this kind of fucking stupid, dark, uh, like Rude Goldberg machine of a film that's really well done, and I can see why the appeal would have been. He would have been cheaper, but still a really good director. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has his kind of cast of favourites that he's he's had in his films before, which again kind of makes things cheaper and makes casting a lot easier and stuff. Um, and I can see why if you read it, um, you'd be like, yeah, this is, this is definitely worth making. But I do think the film that comes out is still a good film. Six out of ten. Yeah, uh, I love the underwater scene. Yeah, I was um, surprised at how not shit that looked. Yeah, it's. Just, I think it's it's a series of really good set pieces uh, with some really good set design that's really let down by its ending, mm. but also let down by how long everyone's alive for. Yeah. No, no one long. dies for ages, mm. which like you normally have your kind of sacrificial lamb at the start, but it's like it's a good 40 minutes before the fucking aliens start killing each other mm. and then, you know, escape. There's one scene that I thought was quite powerful where, like the them pirates are smuggling humans mm-hmm. so that they can use the eggs. Yeah, and oh, you, see them you see them all in the fucking uh, room. Yeah. That's, That's good. And they wake up. But again, yeah, it's kind of it's it's like the the opposite of Alien Three, where you go you watch Alien Three and you're like, oh, it's really good, and then you talk issues out of it. Alien Resurrection, you're like, that's a really bad film, but then when you like piece it together, mm-hmm. it's a good movie. Um, speaking of not so good movies though because I think we've covered the four main ones yeah, we'll yeah, very quickly talk about the prequels and by that I mean Prometheus mm-hmm. and Covenant what was that? Aliens Covenant? Alien Covenant, Covenant which yeah Prometheus is so the whole Prometheus thing was Ridley Scott was desperate to make another alien film um, but uh didn't want to make Alien 5. He wanted to kind of explore that world. I think you can tell that the studio really heavy-handed made it tie in more to Alien. Mm. I seem to remember when it was kind of first announced and even the first trailers, you were like, ooh, it's kind of like Alien adjacent. Mm. Um, And I still feel like if you cut the Xenomorph out the end um, and don't make it so explicitly Alien... Mm -hmm. It's it's a better film. I mean, it's marred by some really bad performances, um, but I think I, it's a and some pretty bad set pieces. But it's I I've grown to 
not mind it. Mm. I don't think it's good. I think it looks beautiful in places because yeah. he has an, a, a real eye for that sort of yeah. thing. Even the one afterwards, it's dog shit, but there's some beautiful scenes. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, just think the dialogue is prime cheese. And at the end of it, I, I felt like I didn't understand it, but not in a good way. Like, I felt yeah, like it, I didn't understand that, but I don't have any real wish of trying to find out. Yeah, I mean, the kind of retrofit a lot of the actions in it through Covenant, don't they? So, like, they have David kind of further explain Aye. why they're there and how the ship got there and shit. But, like... With Fassbender. Yeah. Um, with the two Davids. Um, which is, if you notice, the uh, alphabetic rise in the name of the androids. Oh, really? Yeah. Bishop. Cole. What David. was the first one called? Adam. Was it... Mm-hmm. Was yeah. it Adam the first? Yeah. Right. Fucking hell. Mm. So next alien film, if there's any character with an Amy, watch Egg. the fucking back. Egg. Egg. Um, yeah. Alien, Egg. Alien Covenant. On the other hand, I, as I've said before, love the first forty minutes when it's a fucking alien horror movie, mm-hmm. and it kind of is the aliens to Prometheus. Still think again. I don't know why he changed the name. It was always going to be called Prometheus. Paradise and something else. It was like three P's with the uh-huh. three films he was planning on making. Um, whether it was Ridley's choice or whether it was the studio's choice to make an explicitly alien titled, um, I think is a bad move because it makes it look. Again, it adds, it takes away from that alien adjacency and turns it into an alien film, and it's the worst alien film by a long stretch. Mm-hmm. Um. But wouldn't be a bad sequel to Prometheus, if you know what I mean. Like mm. it's about where it's positioned in the canon, and but yeah, what, as soon as it gets into them getting into that big fucking temple, and it's just David sucking himself off for forty minutes. So, like some people fucking love it. Like a load of like film heads think it's fucking brilliant, and it's kind of made me want to revisit it. But I also don't because I remember how shit it was. Mm. What about the second half then? So that was the middle bit, the sandwich bit. Yeah. But the second half is just a kind of remake of Alien. Yeah. The... But people do the most absolute yeah, stupid thing. thing. Yeah. Someone takes a shower when there's a xenomorph on. The... Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, just have you like... not learned from the last time somebody <laughs> took a fucking shower? I think they're having sex in the shower. So yeah. like, there's two. And then of... it goes up behind them. That's the sound of the alien, not something else, Tom. It's usually how it goes for me. Woodpeckers. Um, yeah, it's fucking, yeah, shit. Just really shit and really disappointing. And now I don't think he's going to get to make the third one. Because uh, um, kind of as soon as Alien Covenant was, I mean, it, it didn't lose money. It still made $200 million. I think it's still a second highest grossing. But it costs so much money that I didn't make that much money, which means, you know, studios only care about now making fucking $2 billion. So they're never going to make that third one. And it also shit-canned Alien 5, which, like, Sigourney Weaver was signed up to. Mm. It's going to be Neil Blomkamp, who did uh, District 9. And then Chappie. And Chappie hasn't done anything good since. Um, I didn't like Chappie. What was that one? Elysium was it? Yeah, Elysium. Elysium I didn't like that. It was a really yeah, good concept, really bad film. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, now that's kind of Ridley Scott confirmed, like in twenty seventeen, like around Alien Covenant, that it's definitely not going to happen. Right. Uh, one thing I will say about Alien Covenant is it has the best poster. I was going to say that. Yeah, the poster, um, which is just like 
black with like a light green hinted xenomorph and it just says run underneath right. which is a fucking excellent poster and I've got it in my house even though I hate the film um because it's such a good fucking poster god damn it's such a good poster but um yeah just bad films what about the very quickly we'll mention the alien versus predator ones I guess we were talking off mic or maybe yeah. it was on mic now we'll have very I can barely remember them, but I'll say in the second of the two, they do a predalien. Is that what? So like, oh, in be... Requiem, I don't think I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen Requiem. No, I've never. Uh, I don't think. Oh, it was on really late at night, and my girlfriend had fell asleep on us, and that was on. Oh, I would definitely watch it in that situation. Yeah, I watched it, and I remember it actually not being as shit as the first one, but that actually goes against what everyone else says. So yeah. it was just like a hazy memory. And I remember the Predalien, which is just the only thing that's original in the whole thing. Yeah, that film. sounds fucking shit. I mean, yeah. again, <laughs> really good tagline for Aliens versus Predator, which was, whoever wins, we lose. Yes, that yeah, is. Which is a fucking good tagline. Um, great marketing. But bad move. Like I said, I literally cannot tell you who was in it. Can't tell you what happens in it. I genuinely get it mixed up with the ruins, that horror movie, which is set in a big pyramid. Yeah, like, they go in and, and there's there's like there's eggs set up, and they go into a, a room or something to get trapped in, and, and like the eggs open up. And yeah. the idea is that every couple of hundred years, it's like or once in a blue moon, like the fucking Smurfs. Yeah, and then the, <laughs> they battle. Yeah, the egg. Obviously, the humans get infected or whatever, and yeah. then the predators. Come down get a fucking it's on alright we'll be right there yeah. oh, what is it? oh it's Tuesday the 9th already fucking <laughs> hell and then they have smashy smashy time but yeah it was shit yeah I mean it's it, you know it's got fucking hieroglyphs in never a good sign for a film <laughs> unless it's explicitly set in Egypt if you're yeah. explaining your fucking story through hieroglyphs <laughs> you're fucked up Um, like yeah I just fucking Bad movie, we'll never watch again. That's how I feel about Alien Covenant as well. I will watch Prometheus again because I enjoy looking at it. Yeah. I think it's a nice background movie. I just turn it off like 20 minutes before the end. Um, so if we could close the movie chat with a question, when do you think they should have stopped? Because I give my answer, I think they should have stopped with Alien 3. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been a nice... Fairly good trilogy. Of yeah, would have been lovely. And I know they never will. They never can do that because they always have to fucking make more. Mm-hmm. But I would like it if they had. And then the rest of the lore could be told through comics or something. If they had to, if they really wanted to. That's my personal... No, I'll let you go. I, I kind of agree with mm-hmm. Tom. I feel... I feel, yeah. I, I don't think the prequels are adding much to it. And um, I didn't like Rec Room that much, so I could live without it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I'll just, even though I kind of agree with you, I'll just defend Resurrection. <laughs> I like the arc, even though it's not really Ripley, I like the arc of Ripley returning to Earth, mm-hmm. um, kind of finally getting home. Uh, I mean, I would have loved a little fucking scene where she opens the door and puts her coat on a peg. <laughs> uh, yeah, but isn't in the special one, whatever, it's, there's another cut of it. And I'm sure there's more footage of Earth at the end. Yeah. But I don't know what the footage is. But, that promise Ron... of them going to Earth, was it was there since the the mm. first sequel? Is Ron Aliens. Perlman. Yeah, yeah. And it's never happened. Ron Perlman goes, uh, Earth, what, what a shithole. Shit or something like that. 
Moss Isley Spaceport. <laughs> Fucking shit <hell. laughs> Um. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'll I'll say End of Resurrection right. mainly because of my personal affection for it. Also, do kind of like the uh, Ripley returning to Earth mm-hmm. uh, arc. Fucking Belter. That's. That's the alien movies done then. Cool, smashing. Congratulations. So next to books. Stop yourselves in. It's going to be a six-hour-long podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to read those comics though. Yeah. Yep. There's a um, YouTube thing where the the pick the three best ones. Right. Sweet. Thank you very much for some of the things that you taught me about the movies, guys. And I'm sure I imparted quite a bit of knowledge upon you as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this thing wrapped up, shall we? There is one tiny little thing I'd like to mention. A very nice present that I got for Christmas was a children's book, which follows... It's a bit like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. So it follows the story of Alien, but through Jonesy's eyes. Oh, wow. So it's just little like little cartoon oh, Jonesy. Oh, that's cool. Uh, it's really nice. It was I a like very that. nice present, yeah. Have you you've still got it, yeah? Yeah, I just got it last Christmas. Take no, some. it was like for Elliot. Oh, so I only got it. it only came out last year, I think. Take some pics and send them. I uh, will. A little private podcast group, which is just called Podcast OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yes, let's wrap it up. Okay, well, that was one epic chat about an uh, arguably amazing franchise. <laughs> no, it is good. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's finish off with Ross's playlist. Do we have a theme tune for Ross's playlist? No, we don't. Let's just roll because it's Ross's getting Ross's playlist. Put it on Spotify and turn it on and listen. Oh, that's quite nice. So what I thought was HR Geiger's been linked to a few bands. So I thought I'd make a playlist mm. from So interestingly enough, there's some songs I actually hate on here. Oh, oh nice. because they had to go on here. So first off, because I'm giving it quick. Heartwork by Carcass from the Heartwork album. Mm-hmm. The front cover was designed by H.R. Geiger. Okay. It's like this um, steel kind of shape. Mm-hmm. It's like a Factory album. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, even though it sounds nothing. Yeah. And the actual single Heartwork, it's like it's got the creation of it. So it's about like that. I think that song's actually about that kind of thing, mm-hmm. like making something there. Circle of the Tyrants by Celtic Frost from the Mega Ferion album. It's a H.R. Geiger picture of like um, it's the, like a devil holding Christ as a kind of like um, like a kind of like bow or something. It's oh, a bit right. of a cheesy picture, but it's fucking Catholic Frost. What do you expect? It's a bang album, that like. Is it? Look, this the guitar sounds. Uh, I would love a guitar sound like that. How the Gods Kill by Danzig from Danzig Free. It was uh. Geiger modified his painting, covering the master's erect penis with a dagger bear and Danzig skull symbol. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Soup is Good Food by the Dead Kennedys from the Frankenchrist album. So Frankenchrist. They got into loads of trouble for inside they had the penis landscape by Geiger. And because of that, they got tucked to court and they lost loads of money. I can't wait to Google penis landscape. The front cover of Frank and Christ is fucking It's hilarious. awesome, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'm going to Google that as well. It's good. It's nice for taking the piss out of the far right. Backfired <laughs> by Debbie Harry from the Coco album, is oh, it? God, oh, God, yeah. yeah. You shared that video, didn't you? Oh, God, he did. So, <laughs> Geiger designed the artwork and directed this super cheesy song. Have you listened to the yeah. lyrics on that? It's fucking... Well, sorry, apologies if anyone likes it. Deep Deb, in your... Debbie. 
Yeah, Deepen Your Subconscious by Atrocity from the Hallucinations album. It's a German death metal album, which was a concept about a young girl who was sexually abused. Fucking and the front cover is another guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the worst thing Germany's ever done. <laughs> Corn Evil by Emerson Lake and Palmer. It's from mm. the Brain Salad Surgery album. Guy has artwork in a double like pullout. It looks class. Yeah. Um, Run Across Desert Sands, which is an instrumental by Steve... Steve Stevenson? <laughs> is that oh, what he sent an email before? Oh, mum and dad. <laughs> uh, it's Billy Idol's guitarist. I don't know if it is Steve ah. Stevenson's. I can't even read me on uh, handwriting from the... The the band is the Atomic Playboys. It's like a solo album from him. He's like a guitar god. He like does the flamenco style stuff. <sighs> He's done the Top Gun anthem as well you know isn't it, isn't it funny how now danger zone now if you're um a really fucking like virtuoso guitarist mm-hmm. the best thing you can possibly do is like tour with beyonce yeah like you can't just be a virtuoso now nobody will go and see fucking one guy just going fucking stevie Vai. or you could just be belter a guitar hero and just eat i love the song <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, Mortal Remains by Sa- Sacrosanct. It's a technical thrash band, and they've got that front cover is the dripping eyes picture. Have you ever seen yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Because of that. It's one of them postcards, I think, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Blind by Cone, because we've yeah. covered that. <laughs> and just to make it free, I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Banger. Just to make it free, I picked three other uh, bands because on uh, Giger's, and I know he's dead now, but on his um, website, he criticises the fact that people use his artwork without... Yeah, without licensing it. And he will take them down, basically. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's long gone now. Global Surgery by Absorbed. A technical... Oh, you'll not have heard of any of these three. They're a Spanish technical death metal band that basically used one of his front covers. Sued. Dr. Death Somewhere is Nowhere. It's um, an industrial band with a funny name I've put, and they just use the Geiger front cover. It uh-huh. sounds like it would be a Mike Patton band, Dr. Death. Yeah. I, I wish it was. Mm. Uh, listen to that. It's so bad. Like The <laughs> keyboards just sound like, oh, I've got to put keyboards on this. <laughs> and Portrait of War by Horrified. From the Garden of Unearthly Delight. Old school me- melodic death metal. Oh. There you go. That's fantastic. my clue. Oh, fantastic work. Ross, as always. Thanks. A welcome um, return to Ross's playlist. Where was the fucking Clutch song? Oh, no. <laughs> Clutch. <laughs> no, no Geiger for Clutch. The Regulator by Clutch. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. No, yeah. I, I always love having a Ross's playlist. We didn't have one last month. It was no. one month before that, though. I like the yes. Yeah. What was that one? I don't know. Like, that's... You just need to uh, oh, make let's them think on about Spotify it, and share them. That's yeah. what you need to do on Twitter. Where you going, Ross? Right. Do you have Spotify? I don't have Twitter or Spotify. Okay. <laughs> Chris Dubbs maybe can do that uh, from the comfort of his own boudoir or living room. Any, any room in your house or the bath if you like Ross yeah uh, could get your sensible stroke on mm. but that <laughs> that was our alien special yes that was it I will I will speak for all of us 
when I say that we would love to hear the thoughts of the gentleman I've just mentioned there from our biggest head crab contributor, mm-hmm. Chris Dubbs. It was his suggestion, after all, uh, for this particular episode. I mean, in the past, we've, we've pondered, we've thought, oh, it would be pretty cool to do an alien special, but didn't realise it was the 40th anniversary, yeah. so fucking perfect. Um, so we do look forward to your thoughts on the franchise, games and movies, and also how we handled it. That'll be in July. So you got fucking over a month to write an email. Mm-hmm. I know, I want to know how he feels about Alien 3, please. Yeah, yeah. Which side of the alien fence do you sit mm-hmm. on? Do you like that? Everything's got to be like an alien. Like... Yeah. Sp- uh, alien fence. Which um, side of the... Um, I've forgotten the name of them. Airlock. No. Nice. Which side of the um, space station? <laughs> Ross, do you want to do one? No, they, okay. they were so good that I'm not... Which side of the... Uh, what's the thing called that she gets in? Autoloader. So, yes. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know about you guys, but I also think it's a time we officially inaugurated Chris Dubbs as a member of the Fellowship. Yeah. Would you agree, Ross? Definitely, yeah. Would you agree, Simon? I would take yeah. that. Yeah. Is it yes? Um, it is a rare honour, as usually you have to be a guest, but I believe it's well-deserved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, is uh, he's probably contributed as much as guests who've been on one episode have contributed to the podcast. I would say probably a lot more than some mm-hmm. guests. Uh, we don't rank. Not them. pointing any fingers at the uh, <laughs> the guy to my west. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely south. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say as well, at Nyla, if you didn't know it yet, you're already a member too. Mm. Yeah. El Chapo, however, don't get any ideas. Yeah, fuck you, chaps. You need no, to you get... love me, it's fine. <laughs> you need to get your ass in the lair if you want to be part of the fellowship. Um, but make sure you have a wash first because you probably stink after all of that uh, Conan Exiles. Mm. Conan O'Brien. PlayStation <laughs> bedroom. Yup. So, and also, Russ, when did you want to dedicate this episode... Did you want to dedicate that you said, said it was going yeah, to be Yeah, to me. Dedicated? Thanks very much. I dedicate this episode to me. No, we'll dedicate it to the guy who came up with the concept. Yeah, good idea. Love it. HR guy, guy. <laughs> yeah, and Dan O'Bannon. R.I.P. The yeah. pair of them. Sad, isn't it? Let's yeah. have a minute silence. <laughs> it's 10 seconds, no one. This, this episode ain't going to fucking end, is it? <laughs> no, obviously, Ross, you do mean uh, Chris Dubs. I do, yes. So that's it for episode 45. Uh, we will be back for episode 46 in July, as I've said a few times, because we're taking June off from the lair. So hopefully you don't miss us too much. Simon, I know you will, but you'll probably just play your playlist over and over again, won't you? On loop. Mm-hmm. Play it on loop. Are we going into a cryo sleep chambers <gasps> now? Yes, we are. Uh, Put on your little pants. Yeah, can I join you in yours? No. Oh, please, I'm not sneak again. in. I'm going to put you. I'll, uh, I'll go, on, go on, Ross. You get in first, and no, I'll, I'll wake not, up early. I'll be right asleep. Jump in and shut it like Futurama. <laughs> well, I'll not. With I'll some not balls to, just rubbing across my face. I'll not go to sleep quite yet. Balls. I'll make sure everything's all secure and locked just away. Like, do, 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 do. No, Ross, you don't need the little pants, and we'll go from there. Ross, expendable. Oh. <laughs> uh, do you want to say anything in closing, Ross? More like pants expendable. <laughs> Enjoy next month's non-podcast. Yeah, you'll have loads of free time. You could watch Dinner Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> you could watch all of the Alien films. Uh-huh. Um, you could 
um become an ultra marathon runner mm-hmm. um what else can you do in a month uh you can learn all of the languages in the world i believe we agree that that was polyglot <laughs> polyglot um you could um also vote for the labor party in the may european elections thanks you could do that but we're impartial here on the lair because there's no government on Zen. Mm, you just wait until fucking Nigel Farage tries to do a book tour here. Yeah. Little frog cunt. Fucking warp his bus over. <laughs> it's a trap. Frog cunt. <laughs> he does look spot on that. He looks just like him. Do you want to say goodbye? I would like to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Goodbye. And thank you very much for listening to Gunnar's Lair, man. Gunnar's Lair. actually talking about each film can we just read out the synopsis or something from if you've got it yeah right like it because that's what we did for the star wars what yeah sure and um, that way it keeps it a little bit more structured don't you think <laughs> don't you <laughs> <It's like Ray-ing. laughs>